Real Podcast, baby! Your writers were so preoccupied with whether or not they could make a sequel to Jurassic Park, they didn't think to stop to think if they should! Ah, but hacks find a way. My name is Andy. With me, as always, his parents should have stopped to think if they should. Muller. Yeah, my, they really broke the mold with me. <laughs> with us as well, his wiener finds a way. Braden. Mm. Sounds like he's mad at you. <laughs> Your wiener? No. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us today, thank you, Muller, for giving me minutes before recording to prep an intro for returning guest, Jason. Hello, hello. <laughs> I had a uh, 7.30 events karate class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, my line was you. from Commando. <laughs> we'll have to get the, uh, we'll get the terminology straight. On, on last time he was on as Bell, you idiot. You, uh, actually, you. I very intentionally went back and listened to the episode. Uh, Introduced as Jason, you fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the end. Wow. <laughs> Jason's been doing some really important... Who? Imp- <laughs> Yeah. Who? who? Jason who? Uh, we've just been doing some... I don't know what your last name is. I just know a pseudonym. Um, yeah. Jason's been doing some very important empirical research over the years that I've been following, and I thought it would be really great if you could share some of that uh, you know, with our audience. I think that people are going to find that pretty fascinating. Yeah, I've uh, done a bunch of empirical research on people who need to die. Um, you can always is, trust somebody to who says empirical as empirical. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, I'm empirical, <laughs> and this is you know it's, this is just a, a few of the list, biggest people who need. It's to a die. list of all the boomers you know. So yeah. boomers definitely <laughs> fit into this. Um, well, it's good to know that we have some scientists agreeing with what we're doing yeah. here, with supporting. Uh, the I cause. submitted this list to Jordan Peterson. He agreed. <laughs> he added himself which, to which the means, list, which means Mueller agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, the. So who's top on your list? Top on my list right now is uh, anyone who enjoys rags to riches stories, because <laughs> those are awful. So uh, what's an example of uh, let's. Tell, tell tell us more about the to, about this. No, I think it's just self-evident. Like any story involving, it's usually like a poor orphan chick who <laughs> Aladdin. Aladdin's a good rags well, to riches story. Well, sort of. It's Is kind he? of magic. Yeah, it's kind of a magic thing. Uh, we watched Life Stinks. Well, he was <laughs> always in rags the whole story, anyways. But uh, no, more like. The female versions, and they just—they're just gold diggers, anyways. They always marry into it, anyways, and everyone—you know—it's just it's a rags to riches story. Yeah, right? well, that's like that's like Cinderella, right? Skilled. Cinderella didn't do anything. She just she wore a out slipper and, and banged the prince. Yeah. Like, what was that one? Uh, that uh, that red-haired chick, the lady. What the hell? The one where she was a prostitute and she bangs... Pretty woman? Little Mermaid. Pretty woman. <laughs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> Little Mermaid. That yeah, it, that's right. the one. Sorry. Uh, I misspoke with Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah, idiot. Yeah, so it was a real rags to riches story. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I started from nothing uh, and then I was very good looking, so everyone wanted to fuck me and then I, uh, so I just, and then I got a bunch of money out of it. Yeah. Real rags to riches. <laughs> well, at some point, everyone did fall in love with this underdog thing and... Uh, I mean, we always uh, prophetize Commando and the Arnold Schwarzenegger era movies where it's Mm -hmm. just, this wasn't a rags to riches story. This was just riches to riches. Not literally, but (laughs) this is just a guy that was a powerhouse at the beginning of the movie and then at the end of the movie, still a powerhouse. (laughs) Physical riches to monetary riches. (laughs) You know, if you want an underdog movie, there's 
the Mighty Ducks or whatever the hell from the nineties. <laughs> like that's the underdog movie. Not what are what are other so are there any hooker. are there any acceptable rags to riches stories? The Mighty Ducks Mighty apparently Ducks. is one. Well, they're not rags to riches. They're just retards that's who got organized. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know Rags to Riches because they're awful, and I refuse to watch them myself because I don't need to die. The Mighty Ducks perfected it, so yeah. we don't need to do it anymore. No. Yep. So there we go. Next okay. on my list is uh, parents who cheer and fight other parents at their kids' sporting events. <laughs> oh, no, I'm all for that. Oh, it's, it's That's just, great. Just let them beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> they should at least shoot each other. Like, don't just fight and yell at each so other. So no one has to. It's put embarrassing up with you for everybody just to watch it. You know, it's normally like overweight moms. You know what though? Like, if I had a kid and I had I was dragged to watching his his shitty soccer match or whatever, wouldn't it be just great to have a nice break from boring children's soccer and watch two idiots pummel? <laughs> that yeah. Far that more great. entertaining than kids playing soccer. Yeah, they, I think this research is flawed. This is, <laughs> no, this that's is what alcohol is for. You got to smuggle that shit in. You're <laughs> supposed to drink. Why not both? And then if you crash and die on the way home due to drunk driving, like people will just feel sorry for you and donate millions of dollars to your family like that. <laughs> a humble Bronco thing. What a scam that is. <laughs> well, I got to hear about this. <laughs> like, so let's, let, let, we should probably reiterate this because, you know, we got worldwide listeners here. So what's, yep. what's, what's the sports team called? It was like the Humboldt Broncos the or Humble something. Humboldt Broncos? Humboldt. That's a town in Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. It was a minor league hockey team. I was about to say Humboldt yeah. Broncos. No I wonder don't, they don't get any they died. I don't know. Okay, so the Humboldt Broncos, uh, there was a... Like they were a, on a bus. And it was I a think sports team, and the bus crashed. They got, right? they got T-boned by Sammy, and it killed like almost everyone. Oh, on the that team. was recently, wasn't it? That was yeah, yeah. a couple yeah. months oh, ago. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't know their, their sports team name. Okay. Yeah, now with the context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was m- people donated millions yeah. to the families. Yeah, and I'm so much like, money. It's not a charity. <laughs> They're dead. It doesn't cost millions of dollars for a funeral. I worked at a cemetery funeral home. It doesn't cost millions. Like people are just donating. Well, what's a what's a what's a funeral cost? I have no idea. Like well, the $5, cheap end. Well, cheap end, like three thousand dollars. And, uh, and the high end, well, like, the super cheap end, whatever you just get them cremated and then that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. Take their urn home. Whatever it costs to pay the tow truck to pull their body over to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> so seven, the seventy crem- bucks. The crematorium. Some- someone had to pay the guy to scrape their bones off the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Just pressure walk. Yeah, that. and I bet <laughs> the you street sweeper. And the I city bet, does it anyways. I bet you none of that money that was donated went to that guy who yeah. scraped their. Bones. Did they bury it with the kids? Like what happened poor, to all this poor money? Poor guy, just working his nine to five. You know, what a scam! Just, You're right. It just sets a precedent, right? You have like all these Dutch families. They have like 14 kids. Like, are they just gonna start putting them into hockey teams and? Hoping, hoping they die. <laughs> so they get, that's the that, yeah. That's the Dutch charity. way. They're no, trying. Like, if they, we can have twenty-five kids within our lifetime, I bet you that statistics show that if yeah. we can get them on these long-term bus trips and more people donated to that thing than like an earthquake in like India or something. Like <laughs> like this is like a hockey team that died. Like I don't know. It's not a charity. I don't know how this, you know. So don't worry, guy cleaning up their corpses. We got your back. Yeah. yeah. We won't let anyone take advantage of you anymore. If you're not getting paid for it extra, no one is. And uh, just the, the next list of people so who need to die. We need a trifecta. Give, yeah. us, give us the third. Give us the money. 
about people who check the nutritional information on junk food. Yeah. <laughs> and compare it with other junk food. I am a thousand percent with you on this one. Like Just eat it. Yeah. Just do it. I, I I used to work at a fast food restaurant, and dude, we get like these humongous guys coming through. They'd be ordering like triple baconator, large frosty, large fries, and a diet coke. I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? Like, you're already ingesting 2,500 calories in one meal. Just have the coke. Yeah, you've come to the wrong place to be reading about nutrition. You should you shouldn't be reading anything when you walk into like a fast food. Don't even read the menu. Just look at the pictures. Just look at the fucking pictures. They're always up there. Yeah, I I remember a similar thing where I was uh, passing by a 7-Eleven and I saw a kid, probably like. 12. I, I know he wasn't reading the nutritional stuff, but he was just walking down, like walking out of it, slamming a two liter of Diet Coke. And I like, it's two liters Guilt free. of Diet yeah. Coke. And he was a fat kid. Too. <laughs> it's, it's two liters of Diet Coke. Just get the Coke. You know? like, give up on the diet. <laughs> he might have already been diabetic. Like maybe that's why. He just slammed regular Cokes all the time. <laughs> it was so funny because he was slamming it. Like while walking. <laughs> I can't. Uh, awesome. I cannot figure out why anybody drinks that at all. Like I get. I think there's a newer Coke out that has, like, it's not full of aspartame and stuff. Um, it's just got. They you always know, say that stevia or whatever. Like this, you know, it's just a plant. They right? always it's not say it, and then you, you try, and it, it just always. Tastes you can like always tell. Yeah, and like well, Diet Coke diet tastes coke. like crap though too. Yeah. So none, none of this is going to taste any worse. Aspartame tastes. Horrible. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Like, like people tell you, you know, the anti-vaxxer types are telling, you, oh yeah, aspartame gives you tumors in your brain and stuff like that. And Autism. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, I said, well, I've tasted it, so I know you're, you're right. <laughs> it's, it just tastes like you're gonna get cancer <laughs> from it. It's horrible. So you might as well eat some healthy, you know, drink some healthy alternative drink or whatever, <laughs> and. Why not just drink some freaking juice or something anyways? Like, or just go for the Coke. Yeah, you know, or just, just go just for go, the Coke. If you're going to go for it, go all the way. I don't know. I just think, I just think juice or some lemon water or so, anything tastes better than Diet Coke. Diet, Diet, Coke, anything. Diet Coke's pretty bad. It tastes horrible. I don't... I don't they're, they're like, well, listen, I've been indoctrinated into drinking soft drinks for my life, so I have to stick with this. So, like, whatever horrible thing they <laughs> yeah, throw right? at me, I'm committed to it. It's like, why don't you get one of those stupid soda stream machines that gives you your carbonated water beverage or whatever? Like, I don't know, just carbonate your water. Like, like baby, oh, man, baby boomers love carbonated water, man. I drink carbonated water all the time. Yeah, get you're it. a baby boomer. Yeah, you're getting. You are a baby boomer <laughs> by definition now. I just realized that I know so many baby boomers, including my parents, who buy those machines or they drink Perrier and they love it. And they they, oh. they unsquirt, you know, unscrew the little cap and they take their sip and go. Ah. Oh, I got I got it's a story just, for you about carbonated water. It's flavorless. It's I just flavorless carbonated water. water. <laughs> okay. So, so when I was I went to Russia in 2010. Yeah. And it's a it's a long trip. Like it was oh, like yeah. eighteen hours, like yeah. from when I left Van, uh, Vancouver Airport. No in flight meal. <laughs> and uh, well, <laughs> we're going to Russia. You better get used to it. <laughs> no bathrooms. Yeah, I tried on board. to I tried to ignore the meal because I didn't know what they were saying to me. <laughs> yeah. And like they finally found someone who spoke English, and they're like, "Okay, you have chicken or fish, which is you don't want to really eat that." In the air, I don't want to eat meat. Definitely not fish. Uh, yeah, like fi- so. I went for the or chicken. Fi- yeah, salmonella yeah. chicken. And then, or- yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, they asked me if I want some water, and I'm super dehydrated at this point. I'm like, yeah, I need some fucking water. <laughs> so they bring me this glass of water, and I just 
slam it, and then I start choking and spluttering. It's fucking carbonated. Oh. <laughs> like, like my eyes are red. Everyone's looking at me. I'm just like spilling this water because I just slammed it, oh, yeah. expecting it's going to be water, oh. and it's on. <laughs> I just imagine. And I was the asshole. That's the worst part. <laughs> I? I just imagine this emaciated like skeleton of you, like trying. Oh, I, I need some water, and you can't. <laughs> like you've just come out of Auschwitz or something like that. <laughs> your, your cheeks are sunken, and I'm going. To Russia, I need some more. <laughs> Did why. I ever tell the story on the podcast about uh, the corporate dude that I from my work that I had to go out for lunch with, and when he, he ordered carbonated water? I, I know don't I've think said so. It in person, I, yeah, I, 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 my apologies. I've told this on the on the podcast before, but uh, at my work, uh, some corp dudes visited to introduce this new some corp dude, new th- corporate dudes, uh, yes, uh, visited <laughs> to introduce this new thing. Not important. We went out for lunch with like my boss and a bunch of the corporate dudes. And one of the corporate guys, and he had like corporate that, guys. he had that like cliche gay list, but not aggressively, but just, <laughs> just a little bit. And then uh, he yeah. ordered, uh, what's that carbonate? Like Perrier, it comes in the yeah, yeah. Sam, or whatever. Yeah, Sam Pellegrino. Perrier yeah, one, one of yeah. the. Oh one man, Sam P. He ordered. He ordered. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered that, and when it got to the table, he started drinking it, and he was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. So this is so good, so good, and yeah, like just with that hint of a gay listener, <laughs> like after a few minutes, he looks on the table and says, "Does anybody anybody else want any of this period?" It's, it's so good, so good. and he just kept saying, that. <laughs> "And I, I like this is a guy from corporate, so I am just just biting my tongue and my brain and trying not to laugh my ass off." And then when lunch was over, uh, we were walking back to work because yeah, we went out to a restaurant. Um, we were walking back to our, our, our place of work, and I turned to, to my direct boss, who I was close friends with, we were yeah. joking around and whatnot, and he said exactly what I was thinking was just like, I think that guy's really gay. <laughs> 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 just from the carbonated beverage he's drinking. Did, did you guys ever hear about why gay men have that lisp? No, I'm sure there's a I've reason. I've got my own theories. <laughs> but please. Oh, no, I want to hear you. <laughs> no. So I, I, saw, I saw a story on the internet talking about this and saying, you know, it's like it was like giving you this reasoning for why some gay men sound gay. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, duh, it's because they're gay. Like, obviously, <laughs> that's, what they're, that's what they sound like. Do you, do you need more of a reasoning behind this? <laughs> so awesome. there you go. Well, uh, good to know that. Uh, car- How do we get into carbonated water? Because <laughs> people who look at nutritional love facts on junk food. No, that was wasn't carbonated water one of your things. No, oh, no, 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 it's it's just, no, it was, it was, it was just that. Okay, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm no, it was I'm, fat. It was fat. To, people okay. to bring it back, I'm a, I'm a thousand percent with you on people complaining. People looking at the nutritional facts. Like, I always hate, this is similar. Like, I always hate when you're with a bunch of people and you're uh, ordering pizza and then so- someone inevitably says something, uh, like when we're picking which pizza place to say, oh, no, I don't want, I don't want to go there. The, the pizza's too greasy. So what the fuck are you talking about? We're ordering pizza. Of course, like, <laughs> no, can you, I get a diet pizza, we've, please? <laughs> <laughs> we've already set our eyes on pizza. You're, you're, it's yeah. a greasy meal unless you're having some shitty vegan pizza with no cheese or whatever. It's greasy. Like, what do you no. Count me no, in. No, we can't go there. It's too greasy. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, uh, what about Chinese food? 
What about it? I mean, same thing. If someone said, yeah, no, I don't want to go to this Chinese place food. It's too greasy. I mean, some Chinese food is way greasier than others. Do you want to go down to the Mandarin Garden over here in town? Everybody knows that you're just eating a Boomers love the Mandarin Garden, by the way. (laughs) Well, they're just Boomers love buffets. It's it's just elderly people love love buffets. That's true. They always have. That's (laughs) true. Anyway. They'll never not. So, Uh, you guys want to. Buffets. I thought that was a good uh, segue. (laughs) (laughs) Into the movie? Is that that what you meant? (laughs) You're supposed to read my mind. This week's most hated movie ever. Of the week. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is Jurassic World to the Lost World. The Fallen uh, Lost World. The Fallen Lost King World. Yeah. Colon, Uh, some businesses still know how... I don't remember. How, to, how, how, business, <laughs> how business is, is done. done. <laughs> Semicolon. Sorry. Uh, uh, so, I mean, you can, you can basically guess from the title exactly what this movie is, which is uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Jurassic World 2, fall, The Fallen Kingdom. The Lost, lost, the lost Perk. Yeah, Lost, Park. Fallen, Kingdom, World... These are the exact same titles. <laughs> we just went to a thesaurus and changed yeah. each word individually. It sounds like a dinosaur. They should have just switched it, because if it was like Jurassic Park 2 Lost World, this should have been Jurassic World 2 The Lost Park. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost World Park. Yeah, if you want, if you want the Park. plot synopsis for this movie, just remember Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. It's that, but just shittier. Yeah, <laughs> pretty and, yeah. much. That's the movie. And, pretty much. Uh, and... Uh, it's yeah. Goldberg isn't in the park. <laughs> Goldberg, Good. the wrestler, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Goldberg was not in. The park. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a fucking terrible name, though. Eh? Jurassic Goldberg. World. Yeah, oh, Goldberg. <laughs> Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. So my my Sucks. challenge to anybody listening to this is start asking people who've seen it if they remember what the movie was called. Because <laughs> I bet you, I couldn't have told you that. I, I bet you one. know. The only reason I remembered is because I had made that connection and I thought it was funny. But before that, I had I didn't even know what movie we were seeing when we saw it. I knew it was Jurassic World. One of them. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what they you know, should have just the called it. It was the sequel to the Chris Pratt Jurassic Park. Like that's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> Jurassic World. Yeah. So, <laughs> how do you even talk about Jurassic World? Uh, well, you just keep talking about the way we have. It's exactly the same movie. Um, there's ten okay minutes in it we'll that are really that. good, and um, the rest of the movie is so boring that I folded down. Uh, five theater seats so I could lay down and take a nap. That couldn't have uh, been comfortable. Did you actually? It was yeah, not too did. bad. <laughs> uh, I guess the armrests go up, right? Yeah, the armrests go, go up. You can totally make a bed out of that, you and you can g- fall asleep on that bed. You got these gaps where I imagine like your ribs are probably just jabbing. No, no, you, no, it's pretty good. Oh, it's right. it's I'll totally tolerable. I mean, I think old theater seats would suck, but there's nothing yeah. in those gaps, and the gaps are quite small, and there's extra padding on the outside of the seats, so mm. the seats actually kind of support you up a little bit right before that gap so it's it's relatively flat and that's my review of Jurassic World uh, the one the next one oh thank god we're done with that uh, it is weird that uh, like so Jurassic Park 2 the, the original trilogy the lost world it was notoriously hated movie like people did not like it at all it's always made fun of just shitty movie shitty sequel uh, and this one, they decided just to tell the same plot as that notoriously hated movie. It's a really bizarre choice. Yeah, nobody like people didn't like the the Lost World. No, Jurassic Park is pretty notorious for having really bad sequels. Yeah, I never liked it. And and the dinosaur com- is supposed to come to civilization in in the Lost World. 
at the well at the end yeah, the at the end they bring the T Rex to the city, which and that's what the whole that's exactly what happens basically. And yeah, they go to New San York. Diego. And he runs, he runs around San Diego, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, Which like, is a cool premise, yeah. kind if, of, well, until it's, it's not. It's cool in that it's dumb and you can have fun with it. It's not. So you, you remember the first Jurassic Park, it's a very serious, heartfelt movie. There's no good way to do a sequel of it. I love the idea of, of Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park in the big city. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of that, <laughs> but only because of how stupid it is. But they didn't, they didn't in that movie, they didn't, uh, they didn't go far enough with it. It's like, what, the last 20 minutes, Basically, maybe, that the, yeah. that the dinosaurs... And he doesn't, eat, like any, he doesn't eat any kids or anything like that. He eats a dog, and I don't even yeah. think it's very Probably a sold one of the bad guys, I'm sure he does. security dudes or whatever, who's just doing yeah. their job. I think he gets stepped on. Ugh, Does he? Lame. I, I don't no, think you I need dinosaurs that. stepping on people. How original. <laughs> That's yeah. what people remember from Jurassic Park was all this stepping and not him ripping. Mm. The, uh, no, they did rip some Someone guys in half in The Lost World, though. For yeah, sure. did, I've told that story on this podcast, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Where, the, where I stood up and yelled as a kid. Oh, was just like, so exciting. Uh, you might as well retell. Okay, it's, well, it's relevant to this episode. So, 11-year-old Braden's really excited to see uh, Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Did the I get Lost that name World. right? Uh, Jurassic Park 2, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, that sounds about <laughs> Right. Yeah, so in the theater, uh, watching the movie, and there's that scene where they're hiding in the uh, in the waterfall, and the Jurassic Park, uh, or the T-Rex, I don't know, I call them a Jurassic Park, uh, T-Rex yeah. is... The Jurassic <laughs> Park is coming yeah. for us. <laughs> Everybody run away, the Jurassic Park it's is right on our tail. <laughs> 2012, it's right behind yeah. us. So they're hiding in the waterfall, and then the... Uh, T-Rex kind of goes by, and they're like, oh, I think we're good. And all of a sudden, it's like, and the T-Rex, uh, like this, uh, the, I always remember, he's got long hair, and he's like wearing a plaid, because I remember his arm getting ripped off. And he's kind of sticking out the waterfall, and the T-Rex grabs him. And I don't know what happened, and I stood up in the theater <laughs> and just yelled, eat him, eat him, eat him! <laughs> I got so excited, and the T-Rex kills the guy. And my mom was just mortified. Like she had her, her hand, her face in her hands, and was just so embarrassed. And it was like I lost control of my body. Like I, I just was so excited. And I remember um, later in the movie too, there was this guy sitting in front of us with like really long blonde hair. Like you could, you, like he just washed it. It smelled like soap. And I remember <laughs> his hair smelled yeah. like soap, and I could tell what he had eaten. He was like uh, this, like morning. like this old like rocker, like thrasher kind of dad. And he was leading his hair back, and it was so long, it was getting all over my mom's pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it's, in, it's like in her straw, and so oh, she was just like, no. oh, "I can't drink this now." <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Those are my, my two memories of seeing that movie in the theater. <laughs> well, wow, that sounds better than my memories of seeing the new Jurassic <laughs> World, The Lost World. No kids yelling. That yeah. does make me think. I've heard a few people defend this movie and other movies, but this movie, especially Jurassic. Jurassic. World Fallen Kingdom, uh, the the newest one. You've seen already. Saying it's like, oh well, you know, my 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 ten year old boy watched it and he liked it. And it's like, yeah, he's a fucking kid. What you like everything? What kind when of you're defense a kid. of a movie is this? I liked the Ewok movies as a kid. Yeah, okay. So you're gonna like, come and tell me next? Well, I heard the Teletubby <laughs> show is really good from my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's a fucking kid and they're all yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I've been dealing with some breathing issues lately and coughing up a lot of phlegm and blood. Uh, well, you know, why don't you give my 10-year-old son a call and see if he can uh, <laughs> help you out with that problem. I hear they have lots of good advice and opinions. <laughs> Not. Not. Uh, so, so one of the parallels that I was very disgusted by, I was disgusted by this in the first Jurassic World as well uh-huh. and disgusted by this in, in the second one, um, 
So they have this they have this moment where they see the part. I already know. I think I already know where you're going with this. Um, I have the and, same thing. But, but same I can't remember disgust. who's in this movie, by the way. I don't remember who the characters are. Chris Pratt and a bunch of other right. nobodies. Chris Pratt's in this movie. <laughs> like, uh, like when, when I think about, quote, them seeing the park, I have... Uh, a picture in my head is of Hollow Man. They're just invisible oh, shapes of people. That's what we got to rewatch, by the way. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's it's not a really. Film, isn't there, it? John Carpenter. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. just the shape of a person with water filling it because I can't remember who yeah, the characters are face, at all. Faceless, forgettable people. Yeah, and, and they're so mesmerized mm-hmm. by, by yeah. the park and all oh, the dinosaurs. And then the Brontosaurus walks yeah. by and she looks up. Oh, man, it's a. I remember there's a girl, it was one of them. So one of those. Uh, shape, you know, human humanoid shaped water filled bags has breasts on it. So at least that is in my <laughs> image. Uh, and and she looks up. Oh, the Brontosaurus! Yeah. Uh, this is so amazing. And the music is playing, and it's meant to bring a tear to your eye. And it's so incredible. And and you're thinking. This isn't incredible at all. The characters who are seeing this got terrorized by the first Jurassic World, and they worked at the park for years. They wouldn't be at all mesmerized by this. So where this gets disgusting is if you go back to the first Jurassic Park. So let's consider how how this is presented. So the main, not not the opening scene of the movie, but the opening scene where you meet, you know, Grant and uh, Laura Dern, whatever her character's name is. Just Um, Laura Dern. Yeah, just Laura Dern. She had purple hair in that one too, right? Yeah, no. No, No, not not like the Lost Jedi. The Lost Jedi. Star Trek Uh Episode Nine: Fallen Jedi. (laughs) Fallen Wizard Saber. Annihilation. Uh, Where's the thesaurus? Um, So... uh, <laughs> Episode nine, uh, rich, uh, comeback of the. Right, so what's so what's this, what's this about brontosauruses? <laughs> so, the opening scene where you meet them is there these archaeologists or paleontologists or whatever they are. You know, they're yeah. on the dig site with the little brushes and they're brushing out the the. Uh, they found some dinosaur bones. They're brushing out the eyeballs. They're brushing out everything. They're totally, you know, amazed. Wow, this is such an amazing discovery. We've discovered these fossils of these dinosaurs that existed forever ago. I I've got the hugest hard on and I've got a tear to my eye from finding these fossils. And then, so they, they move on and they're teaching people about the dinosaurs and then they get a call and, and to come to Jurassic Park and they really don't know what's in store for them. And then they show up and they see, a day earlier, they were basically having a tear to their eye of their life's work being completed for finding some crappy some fossil that's a hundred million years old. And the next day, they walk into the park and they see a hundred foot tall brontosaurus yeah. walking in front of them. And this is the first time in, in human history that you've seen something like that in a movie because you know this was the movie that kicked off CGI as yeah, we, as we so, talked about. Have you talked about that before, Andy? The, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's the it's so as an audience, it's amazing because you've never seen anything like this because it's brand new. This CGI thing, which you know it was still done pretty well. It doesn't hold up super well, no. but it doesn't hold up super terribly either. And they a day earlier were amazed by this hundred million year old fossil, and now they're seeing it right in front. And that's the moment they're trying to recreate 
and the characters are like, yeah, I worked at a park uh, with uh, dinosaurs for uh, five years, and uh, they terrorized us and kicked us out, and now we're seeing one that we have already seen a hundred times before, and the audience has seen a hundred times wow, before. You're... Really amazing, mesmerizing <laughs> moment. It's disgusting that they would try to recreate that in that way. I, th I think you're most, you, you have it a little bit off in that the lady that was mostly awestruck by it, like they were all a little awestruck, but the one, the lady that was awestruck the most by it was one of the annoying uh, the what hollow people you were describing, which was like the millennial. <laughs> yeah. It was like this annoying millennial chick character, and she was a pro dinosaur activist. And she had never seen a dinosaur. And before. she had never seen she was one a, before. A, what did they, she describe herself earlier? A, is that a paleo bob? But yeah, she's like, I'm a dinosaur a, doctor. How do you? How are you a dinosaur doctor if you've never seen one? A paleo veterinarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paleo veterinarian. Anyway, uh, but I stupid. think you're absolutely right because that original one in Jurassic Park, it the character's reaction to seeing the brontosaurus in the movie and the audience reaction was the same because yeah. they've never seen that realistic And then you play that music that, that's yeah. meant to be magical, like you've been transported into something new, and then they play that music here and it's like, well, the thing is you're now, just wasting your notes. What, so the original Jurassic Park was what, 94? 93. 94 minutes, 93. just like a movie should so be. So we've had like <laughs> over, like so about 25 years uh, of movies yeah. in between, and CGI has completely taken off for better or for worse. Um, and, uh, Italics on yeah. worse. Um, uh, so it's not really mine. that exciting to the audience to see that big CGI spectacle anymore because that's just par for the fucking course. And yeah. also there's been four Jurassic Park movies in between <laughs> these, these two movies. So we've seen tons of dinosaurs now. It, yeah, for them to try and recreate that moment uh, is just... They're trying to recreate it for kids. Yeah, I guess I don't care about kids. Don't fuck yeah. kids. <laughs> Didn't we have Jurassic Park 3D that came out in theaters a while back so the kids could watch it and, and get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw... Uh, the Fallen Kingdom there in three. Oh, I did too, man. I, I, so had, that, no, I had no choice. That, so, so the people that volcano scene must have been a just a yep. nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> those, it was. Uh, those it felt like lava was really, gonna get all over me. <laughs> they really were hollow people for <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. So you can't make out anything. Well, before we get any further into this, why don't we move into our uh, give out some dating advice for our for our readers who've been writing in. Uh, Thank you. Dun, 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 boomer track for you here so uh, let me <laughs> let me uh, get up get up my my starting with the profile so this uh, this reader has uh, has pulled up. They've sent in their profile. They want us to 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 rate it. So um, okay. So this one's from I O U S A nine 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 eight. Those are with Zeds. Uh, uh, looking for Superman. Dot dot dot. Just kidding. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. That's the that's because he's not real. Uh, and and her this is a woman by the way. Uh, her profession is a street fighter. Oh, so Lee. So that's so that's <laughs> yeah, this is that's Chun pretty Lee. cool. <laughs> this is, we're getting a uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so so let's get into it. So I'm a simple girl. We're we're gonna give we're gonna help give her some advice on how to improve her profile. Wait, so her job profile is her job. So it's, it said street fighter. Street fighter. Yeah, there's it's pretty. You Does can she really beat up homeless people. Or she's in, from Latin America. <laughs> Obviously, they're all street uh, fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, or maybe she just plays Street Fighter. 
No. Maybe that's what she no. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, women don't play Street Fighter. Right. <laughs> Not maybe. a single one of them. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe she gets money and maybe it's like bum fights. She just beats up homeless people. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. She fights on the street. Because they're malnourished, so they could probably take them. Yeah. Okay, anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah, that, that, okay. that works. I learned a lot of, we were watching Life Stinks yesterday. That's all about homeless people and rich people hanging out with homeless people. Why and, would they do that? Uh, oh, for money. Time. Oh, he had to do it to, to, <laughs> it was, to acquire a bunch of land. It was a bet he made. Uh-huh. Anyway. Which, is a, which is a great 90s premise. You're a billionaire totally. has to live in the slums without any money or contacts for 30 days in order to get a bunch of... I might just go to a homeless you know, shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell not? Free yeah, bed, free food, just hang out there for a month? He, he does, and then, he, uh, and then he, they shut down the homeless shelter. So the, you find another one. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't like it. It has a very heartfelt message oh. at the end. Yeah, you would. You wouldn't like it. So, um, anyways, we learned a lot about homeless people, and I, I think you could not really make a lot of money doing this. So we know that this chick is poor, so she shouldn't be giving that away. So she's fighting homeless people. Yeah. We know that. Um, she says, "I'm a simple girl, okay, homeless, uh, street yeah. street fighter. Yeah. Though Never I tend smart. to complicate things most of the time." Is drug a woman? use. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about the way we were talking about Street Fighter. It was like at first it did seem simple, and then it got uh, really complicated. So uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean so far. Uh, I think that's just what I've been preconditioned to do. Yeah, drug addiction. Blame in society. So this yeah, is definitely a homeless lady we're talking about. Okay. So uh, I have 10 minutes attention span. So her last name, her last name's Muller. So, when, so, when you, so I can't. Is this one it. of your cousins, Muller? Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Um, from this, all, these are all my family reunion data files. <laughs> I get them uh, every week. I get them to update me. Uh, I, so I have ten minutes attention span. So when you talk to me, talk fast and be ebullient, please. Ebullient. I think she meant to say efficient. <laughs> Ebola? Ebola. <laughs> That's a disease. Yeah, like you, you have to have Ebola. Okay, so she's a diseased homeless lady. <laughs> Got it. Be a bullion like me. This is Muller's Please. cousin who's a diseased homeless lady. I like healthy conversation day or night for as long as the person on the line can handle. Oh, this is a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that my cousin is a call girl. <laughs> well... How are we gonna? Fi- how can we fix this this prostitute's uh, dating profile? <laughs> this homeless prostitute. Uh, well, oh, she needs to be listing her rates, right? Yeah, that would that would make things much simpler. So this is just a business profile that we're reading right now, right? Yeah, I need to write an ad. You need to say so. So you need to get a bit more trendy with. Like, you need to learn how. She needs to learn copywriting, man. She needs to learn how to write. Yeah. If you're gonna write a profile, you need to say. Uh, you need to tell them tell them what the problem is. Listen, you are a lonely, horny guy. Uh, you're choosing between red and blue pills every night. Your penis is half inverted, uh, and no one loves you because you have a skin condition. Uh, do you experience these other problems? Uh, you're very unlikable. Nobody wants to date you. Uh, you're you know, you don't like fat chicks. You know, whatever other problems that you should that you should uh, rectify. Uh, I have a solution for you: prostitution. Just hire me, uh, and I'll solve all your problems. That would be a, that would be a much better pitch, I think. Sales uh, pitch. Yeah, she's just got to put her rates on the profile. That way, she'll get more mm-hmm. <laughs> suitors. Yeah, and maybe work on her branding, add some value, find a niche. <laughs> Marketing, right there. Lo- logo. Yeah, get a yeah, get a cartoon lady spreading her legs. <laughs> <laughs> you could do some uh, ad campaigns for her. 
turn yeah, maybe mower. yeah, maybe she should contact me and I'll make some advertising. All right, I'll do some copy for her. By the way, one of her photos, she has a skinless cat, like she's Doctor oh, Evil. Jeez, like uh, in, in, those things are crazy. In the looking. picture, they are gross. Looking. Yeah, are you sure that's not her? One. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that her as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, okay. Brayden, what's your advice? My advice? Um, well, she definitely needs to have her rates on there. Um, she I already have that advice. Is she is she bald? No, no, no. she's got she's a, okay. Yeah, she's most of my bald. advice is for a bald chick this week. Um, <laughs> most of my. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what's your advice for bald? Yeah, what you, what's your advice for bald chicks? <laughs> well, I gotta save that, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll try Keeping to that card up my. Sleeve. I'll try to find. I, I think I've seen some bald chicks on the internet. I can find. Um, she should go to airports, though. That's where a lot of lonely guys hang out, right? Uh, if we've learned anything from Commando, <laughs> all you need to do, all you need to do, where my intro line came from, uh, is pretend that you're having a fight on the phone with your boyfriend and. A white knight will swoop in. <laughs> that's on a payphone. I think that's really good advice. Thank so, you. Uh, so what you need to do is buy an antique payphone and log it. You know, haul it with you to the airport so that you can place it down there and start having a fight with your imaginary boyfriend yeah. on the on the phone. Belle, what's she got to do? What's the adv- what's your advice for her dating profile? I already told her she's got to work on her marketing. She's got to <laughs> add some value to her branding, find her niche. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jason sat in with me on a marketing meeting recently, and <laughs> you're just spouting all that. <laughs> do you have Do you have any of those notes that you took, or was that in your other? Oh, notebook? it's in another notebook, but so, that was pretty much all my notes. So appa- apparently, my branding ho- and niche <laughs> and adding value. <laughs> <laughs> Apparent, apparently, mean much, but add value. That's the solution. Apparently, my entire do- job is just saying buzzwords in that conversation. Sounds about, that that sounds about right. <laughs> according according yeah. to Jason, I don't know what else would you make of that. Of what her or no of what I what I was just saying about her oh. or the market <laughs> <laughs> about what my job is oh I I already said yeah yeah uh-huh. I was bang on find I a niche there. yeah do she's got to find her niche though against other prostitutes <laughs> well yeah do, how are you gonna stand out yeah. amongst other prostitutes well, I was gonna other say, call, call girls bring her skinless cat you should <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's one way she's yeah. standing yeah. out. Well, do they have like coupons or uh, referral discounts? Yeah. Like two for refer one. Refer a friend things. Yeah. She can start doing that. I don't think prostitutes. Two can dine for six ninety nine. All right. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, what? Let me think of some other ways that she could do. So, what she she could do a social media contest, and it'd be a viral contest, right? So every time that somebody refers somebody to her, they get tickets into a raffle for a gift card to her prostitution services. Yeah. And, but if the more people they share it with, the more tickets they get into the raffle. So people are really incentivized to share the, the social contest. It becomes a viral contest at that time. So I think that I that's... how much that's, you want to promote viral and prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> Enter my viral prostitution. Viral contest, two amazing sex nights with uh, this uh-huh. this prostitute. It, it's going to be viral. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, okay, so uh, that's I think that's pretty pretty conclusive. I think that she can probably double or triple her uh, gross revenue uh, with those. Is she, is she part of the prostitutes union in Canada? It's yeah. called Service Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I see their buildings all over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe she can get in call with Braden and learn how to there best leverage her membership at Service Canada. <laughs> thanks, Trudeau. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Justin. Uh, 
well, uh, she could become a me member of the Better Business Bureau, <laughs> and and uh, you know get an A plus rating. She just has to screw all the board of the Better Business Bureau, and that's that. They have got to verify that she's doing a good job at her, at her service. You know, they always they always come in and do that. Okay, so uh, I'm sure I could. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just write down a manifesto of how she could improve her improve <laughs> her business. Uh, I've I've had a I had a reader uh, write in with some looking for some dating advice now. So oh, uh, thank you know, God. again the second half of our uh, of our dating ad advice segment. So uh, okay, here it goes. <laughs> I, I said the wrong thing to my so my significant other. If people S don't know what that means, okay. my so. Uh, so immediately not saying he or her. So this is probably some weird homosexual relationship going on. Yeah. <laughs> how? Oh no! It does say how can I make it up to her? So okay, we got okay. me and my significant other. Sure. <laughs> my right. sure, uh, are both in school right now. The only thing is, oh, here's where it gets spicy. Sex school. <laughs> <laughs> the only I, I gotta. You know, I'm gonna take this. you to school. Sex school. Remember Andy was drunk. <laughs> no, Andy in the office. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, next time you're before your next episode of Real Movies with Real Men, just watch nine seasons of The Office. <laughs> yeah. You can get Sorry. all these references. Uh, sh so the only thing is, she's failing a good portion of her classes. <laughs> so I stupidly thought I would ask if she was even planning on passing, uh, which is a pretty good thing. That's what I would want to know if somebody's not. If somebody's yeah. not doing well, I'd be like, do you even want to do well? Do you even want to not be homeless? Is she dating her dad? <laughs> uh, this very obviously made her upset with me, and our relationship is new, and so I'm worried that this one slip-up is going to ruin everything. How can I make it up to her? Suggest she takes woman studies, then her grades will go. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Just, enlist, just enlist in an arts yeah. and human or humanities course, there and then she'll go. start passing immediately. So yeah, first you have to audit her classes. Make sure she's not taking any STEM classes, no sciences no. or technology, uh, anything that demands any real standards of you. I don't know what, what what types of classes will we be talking about here? Um, oh, women's studies. Is that strictly just, yeah. just women's studies? Yeah, yeah, just that's the only First class. Nation studies in Canada. That's another good goal. <laughs> <laughs> if you want an easy pass, um, any humanities classes, just wear a shirt that says fighting the patriarchy, yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> Intersectionality, patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Debating. Yeah. So, so he asked her, do you even want to pass? She's and then are now you planning she's, on passing? She, now she's mad at him and then he needs advice. He's got to make it up to her. Uh, um, I don't know, yeah. put out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just put yeah, her out um, and then she'll forgive you. You want to have sex? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> so that works, right? Yeah, I'm not going to top Bell's advice. Yeah, just enlist her into some feminist <laughs> study class. Yeah, you. If yeah. you really want to be her dad, you got to don't say something to make it up to her. What you need to do is just take action and give her the pragmatic solution. So. What I would do is march right into the dean, uh, the principal's office, <laughs> uh, and just uh, you know be like, "Listen, I'm not letting this girl take these classes," and just enlist her in the other classes immediately without even go. talking to her. That way, that she'll you, she'll know that you can read her mind. And I know that women yeah. are always saying, "Well, you know, you should just know what I want." So that <laughs> way, you can you should just know, and uh, and and we're helping you. Well, he's the guy in the relationship; he knows what's best for her. So yeah. he should just take it upon himself to do that. And he could sit down with her. They could watch some G.I. Jane. 
and uh, he couldn't. That she might eat, like subliminally uh, inspire her to. Oh, you know what? These women studies. I, maybe I should do this. <laughs> or he could sleep with her teachers. It's, <laughs> it's always an option. Yeah, that's another way. When that you words can help fail, her. actions speak louder than words. <laughs> yeah, sleep I, with her dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't see a point in actually talking to her about this. I think you just need to improve her life scenario. So yeah, sleep with her teachers for better grades. Enlist her in some better classes before talking to her. So now her grades will be better either way. So you can get her ret- her, her other grades retroactively improved. Nice. Um, and if she's already in like a gender female studies class, and then she's she, passing. And she's, no, and she's failing that, then you should just marry her immediately because yeah. you, know, you don't want a woman passing that. <laughs> woman after my own heart. All right. So, by the way, I just, speaking of all our online dating, I found an online dating website for fat chicks, and mm. it's been pretty What's great. It called? It's, it's called Phoebe. And it's, uh, it's for people who want to eat a lot and be, be fatzos. So there's no... So, uh, Belle, you brought in this problem of fat people who are reading the nutritional information. Mm-hmm. But what you want is a fat person who's saying, well, the, which one's going to make me fatter? Uh, <laughs> i got to look at... This one's got more calories. Oh, this is the one I'm choosing. So that's... <laughs> that, that's what, what, just choose both. <laughs> They're already fat. There's room. No, you can only eat so much. It's no, like, they, you, know, you, you think you can, and then they break that ceiling. <laughs> They're proven. There's a glass ceiling on how much a human body can hold. (laughs) I hope. Awesome. I I fully expect you to be married in the next year, Muller. You'll find your dream girl on there. Yeah, well, surprisingly, more than any other dating website, there's a lot of people who are doing paid cams and like half the half the chicks on there are 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 like basically just prostituting themselves out for like cam clips. The audience could only see the excitement in Muller's face. It's like a fucking kid in a candy shop. They're, you're, they're prostituting themselves. I hope they're for, going into candy yeah. shops. You just like, do, do you just send them some hams and then? No, that's literally how it works. Is, is you pay them in food. Like, like half half of them are just pay me in food. And, actually, yeah, I was and, joking. And don't talk to me. <laughs> don't send me a message unless you're willing to pay me in food. Uh, like you know, like I'd be going to the food bank right now. Yeah, I'm if, not paying if, for that shit. <laughs> I don't know why you just give her, just give him directions to the food. <laughs> Holy cow! I, I don't know why you're looking at these dating profiles. Like we live in a farm town. Just swing by one of the fucking barns there, and you got your, there. You could swing open the the barn yeah. door, and you'll find a woman. The farmer might think that's part of his livestock, though. Fences <laughs> start fucking going up. <laughs> That is actually not very true. Most, most, most of the farm girls around here are not. I was, they're I was muscular. In, I was and inferring open the barn door and look at one of like the pigs. Or cows. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> but I could get, I could go open the barn door, steal one of those pigs, and send them to one of the girls on the dating website, uh, all butchered up, and then mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to pay for it. Look, I was calling the women that you're interested in pigs. All right, that's what I was trying to say. I want to make that clear. I'll find you guys some of these dating profiles. I think you'll find them pretty great. So uh, not today, though. So let's get back to Jurassic. Uh, Jurassic. Jurassic Universe. Uh, forgot which of the Return planets. Return of the Raptors. Resurrection. <laughs> Alienation. So did you guys know that Jurassic Park is a complete ripoff of Judge Dredd? Oh, my god. Go on. In the, so in the Cursed Earth 
saga in Judge Dredd where Dredge... In the comic book, because most, most people are going to associate Judge Dredd with two movies. Or just sorry. The Drudge with Dredd the Report. G- <laughs> yeah, he, him and a bunch of judges basically are... Okay, what's Judge Dredd? Judge, do I seriously have to explain? Doesn't you should probably quickly know? explain okay, so Judge Dredd. It, Judge Dredd's a, com- it's a comic character. He's been in a couple movies. Uh, notably, the latest movie's really good. Don't watch the Stallone one. That one sucks. Don't, um, don't watch the Stallone one expecting anything good. Yeah, and uh, basically in this world... Uh, okay, I don't, it's the, I don't it's know how the, much detail I want to go into. It's a post-apocalyptic could, universe, sure. and the only civilization left is ruled by extreme order. Everybody lives in these, like... Grid square apartment blocks. Well, they're and, called they're called mega cities. Yeah, mega cities. And America is divided into like three different mega cities, and in between those mega cities, and they're humongous. Yeah, like mega city one runs from New York to Boston, and outside of that is just radioactive wasteland. It's yeah. like, it, like outside of that is like the Mad Max universe, but with nuclear yeah, waste. Basically, so it's, it's just Mad Max, except there are uh, three yeah. huge cities so, that are technologically right. mostly advanced. And the justice system is run by, there's no cops, there's no judges. They're, they're, they're called judges, but they are judge, jury, executioner. So they, they execute justice on the spot. Yeah, they, so it's... They'll kill guys on the spot, they'll sentence them on the spot. It's one of the greatest comics ever. It's the most hilarious satire. It's, it's so ju- awesome. Judge Dredd is just a character who, he doesn't care what the law means, he cares what it says. So if it yeah. says something, even if the person is kind of innocent, but they broke the letter of the law, he He'll just kill him. Like he yep. is all he cares about is the letter of the law, and he doesn't care yeah. at all about the spirit of the law. Yeah, Judge Dredd, like he worships the law. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's just. He doesn't care if it's if the law is being effective and, and no. actually solving things. He just. He has a, the law is an end to he itself. He has a love affair with the law. Oh yes, he does. So. In the Cursed Earth Saga, he's running, him and a gang of judges are in their tanks and stuff, and they're running from Mega City 1 to Mega City 2, transporting... In the, in the wasteland. Yeah, it, they're transporting, uh, like, an antidote to a disease. So, um, in the Cursed Earth Saga, they run into all these different adventures, like, different gangs and all this stuff, and, and there's one comic where they run into a pack of dinosaurs, um, and it leads into this backstory of how, why there are dinosaurs in this, in this universe. And before the... Uh, I guess it was like a nuclear war that caused, you know, the the cursed earth and the mega cities. Sure. Uh, the scientists were uh, exper- experimenting with dinosaur DNA, so it shows a uh, a bunch of comic uh, clips of guys um, extracting DNA from di- dinosaur fossils, and they're like, "Did you know that you can?" From one DNA, it's clearly because it's from the 70s, so they have no idea what they're even saying. They're like, one DNA cell is all it takes to do this and that. So they put a dinosaur DNA cell into an alligator egg, and then they grow a dinosaur from that. Uh-huh. And uh, after a couple of failures, they actually, it actually works. And this huge T-Rex comes out of it, and then the T-Rex goes... Uh, it, it's like this evil T-Rex that like won't stop eating and killing. So they're like, we're going broke. It's eating too many animals and we can't keep up with it. We're going to have to kill it. The one guy's like, or we could clone a bunch more dinosaurs and start a theme park oh, and make man. money. Really? So Whoa. they start the, uh, the Dinosaur National Park. And they, so they clone, using alligator eggs, they clone all different types of dinosaurs. And it's basically, they just let them roam free in this park and they make tons of money off of it. And... Um, my theory is that Michael Crichton is a huge Judge Dredd yeah, what a, fan. What a hack! And ripped this off. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on a. It's and certain. Yeah. And what's even funnier is there's this main dinosaur in this named Satanus, who's like just pure evil. And he goes around. He's a recurring character, and Judge Dredd has to fight him. He's this huge T Rex. 
and he, he Judge Dredd is just fighting a T Rex. Yes, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> numer, numerous times has to face <laughs> off against a T Rex, and this T Rex is driven strictly by its desire to kill and murder, and very reminiscent of this new dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a lot of parallels here. And yeah, yeah, so that's pretty great. The, the, yeah. the basic s- synopsis of Jurassic World is. Uh, there, there's a volcano that's going to kill all the dinosaurs, <laughs> which is kind of kind of funny that are left on the Jurassic yeah. World. So they go in to rescue the dinosaurs, and there's uh, so they're like, oh, well, let's get all these dinosaurs off the island. They get them off the island, but then there's a military coup to like kind of steal the dinosaurs and start <laughs> experimenting with their DNA to weaponize the dinosaurs, which is okay. So you're glossing uh, over a lot of things that I sure. have problems with. In this sure. Movie. So, so the military wants to weaponize the dinosaurs, yeah. and they build this ultimate dinosaur, which is the one you're talking yeah. about. That's super smart and fast and deadly uh, and whatever, which is like the premise of a million movies, I think, yeah. before this. Um, and then uh, they uh, they yeah. get away. Man, how <laughs> I don't even remember how it ends, to be honest. How, like, do they kill it? How? Yeah, yes. they kill it. Uh, how? Don't even how blue gets them. Fucking awful was that volcano Jingle scene. Blue. <laughs> the volcano eruption scene in that. In so the movie? first what forty-five minutes is them just preparing, and then the volcano erupts, and then they get off with all the dinosaurs, right? They get off with a, a bunch, quick. a bunch of dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, and the, so the, there's um, lava coming down. But yeah, and so there's, little the volcano's meteors. erupting. There's there's ash and lava and meteorites flying down, and all these dinosaurs are running away from the volcano, and so are the main characters. And it's just a CGI fuck fest for one. But then on top of all that, Chris Pratt's like running along and then like a, a smaller dinosaur like jumps over him and then like a huge another dinosaur like yeah. almost stomps on him. And it's just like constant shit being, being thrown at the screen. And it, it, I yeah. started getting flashbacks of Ready Player One where I just like I couldn't even Ugh. focus. Like I was getting like a, like a, like a weird, mi- like weird movie migraine because I'm like, oh, okay, now there's a dinosaur above him and he just tucked and rolled, but he ran into another dinosaur. Oh, and that then, was so and then insane. And the orb that's rolling almost ran him. Like it was so hard to follow because they just crammed as much fucking crap on screen. <laughs> like at that point, like... Oh, I it was, was like we got to hit vomit. And there's it was like they wanted every type of dinosaur yes. to have their own little cameo. Oh, remember that dinosaur and this time? I was like, "Oh my lord." Like But all at the same like all in the yeah. same frame. <laughs> like in the same covered, minute and also surrounded by like CGI smoke. And I like I lost that ability to retain what was going on. Like it was like I couldn't It was even better focus. in 3D, Andy. Let me oh, tell you. I fucking imagine. <laughs> oh my Jesus. gosh. I think I was like half asleep by that yeah. point already, I mean, so I wasn't were, able were, to be overwhelmed. You were better off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like in that scene. I, I, I kind of laughed when he was because he gets paralyzed, Chris Pratt, and he, the lava oh, comes down, and yeah. his kind of body humor where he's like trying to, he's slight, slowly getting. He's the trying to become lessons. unparalyzed. It was kind of funny. It, no, it was funny. Yeah, yeah it was, it was yeah, good yeah, physical yeah. humor. Yeah. And, and when the when the orb flies into the water, that scene was kind of cool where he's trying to break them out. So I the, mean, the orb, the orb is for for those listening. The yeah, orb sure. is that thing in the from the first Jurassic World movie. The, oh, the, the gyrosphere. The gyrosphere <laughs> that, that people Thank could you. that people could ride in alongside the dinosaurs is not yeah. hurt. There's and one. I of, would like one. There's one of those. Two of the two of the main characters are in the are in there uh, escaping the lava. It's just a Dante's Peak rip, rip off at this. Yeah, point. huge Dante's uh, Peak rip off. Yes, oh, and Chris Pratt. The volcanoes, huge rip off. Yeah, <laughs> they, they this, get, yeah. this Congo, huge Congo rip off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this scene was a fucking visual headache. Yeah, I just, I, yeah. I was ready. That's because they were pumping volcano ash into the room, yeah. so you were breathing <laughs> in and getting a headache from it. Get that a, real experience. Yeah, but don't you 5D. think they were trying to create chaos, like the feeling of it's chaotic? 
Because these dinosaurs are fucking well, stampeding. I think, it's like the Lion King ripoff. I think, he was, he was <laughs> a big Lion King Simba. Yeah. I think that's the appropriate... Uh, yeah, I think that's maybe what they were trying to do, but it came across more like what Braden said, where it's we got to cram in as many dinosaur cannons as, really as, as we yeah. can. Like, oh, cool, now there's you a pterodactyl. Just oh, cool. I don't know if I ever want to watch a movie where they're like, yeah, we just want to make this part as disorienting and chaotic for the viewer as we possibly can. I it's disagree. Like, since when is that justified for more than seen like Mother? a minute? Yeah. yeah, Mother Have was awesome. Have you not awesome. watched the 10-minute rape scene in Irreversible? <laughs> yeah. Vulgar. <laughs> yeah, or vulgar. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, no, I don't want to see that. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with that idea of trying to emulate that feeling of chaos, but th this felt more just like, look at this cool dinosaur. No, yeah, wait, now look at this. Yeah. No, there's no time to look at that cool dinosaur. We got this cool dinosaur. Well, it wasn't oh, the feeling God. of... It wasn't the feeling of chaos in that, like, yeah. that I'm at the volcano and it's like, man, because I know what it's like to run away from a bunch of dinosaurs, so I know what that feels like. Yeah, the women you date. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they're not. They're not old. Well, yeah, I was, you know, big. <laughs> and velociraptors are pretty trim. That's there was trim. only one velociraptor. Yeah. Uh, and, but but you're not getting the feeling of being in that situation. You're just get the, getting the feeling of being visually assaulted. They're they're not the same chaotic feeling like where you're, should, you, it's not like you feel like you're oh it's just like I'm there you they know should, they, they really should, captured the they essence. They should cross merchandise this movie with like Tylenol or Advil. <laughs> <laughs> every ticket you buy, you get yeah. a free Advil to, as you're going in the theater. Here you're gonna need this. I think they need to just go full retard on it and sell a VR version of this oh, <laughs> so no. that you can be <laughs> right in the middle of the just edge. just to make you nauseated. Just to make you nauseated. They take all the VR things that we've learned over time to. Make make VR not nauseating. We just take all those take out. All so out. it's just a horribly disorienting. <laughs> you have to stand up while you do it or it doesn't work. So you're just getting dizzy and falling around. <laughs> so another thing annoyed me uh, about this movie, this was some of the marketing toward it. They bragged like so much about how much practical effects they used and whatever. And because they, they made some animatronic dinosaurs. The one when they're operating on the one dinosaur on blue uh, and then when they're on the team, I was or asleep. Whatever, I think during that scene, like um, I, I remember, there was a half an hour where they were trying to get a, his, this dinosaur a blood transfusion. So great funny. plot line. So <laughs> I will give a slight tip of the hat for actually including those things, which they just never bother with. However, like they bragged so much, they practically bragged so much about it. But ninety nine point nine percent of the rest of the movie is just a CGI <laughs> mess. It's like why, why even bother having those animatronics? It's a little bit like the point. Stranger Things where they. Made the main enemy an animatronic, but then they animated over him so he doesn't look like an yeah. animatronic at all. When you told all. me that, that that Stranger Things creature was uh, animatronic, I didn't believe you. Yeah, I almost still don't. <laughs> like, like, like you perpetrated this Which huge creature? prank. The like, main enemy in season in, like, one. The in season one, yeah. Yeah, it, what? He's an animatronic. Doesn't a, look good. He's a guy in a suit. It doesn't look good at all. And there's like a head over him that has a whole face. There's some cool behind the scenes of like yeah. There's a whole behind the face and whatever. Dude, but they, what if they the did behind something? the scenes is a is a farce and they just <laughs> made it up to <laughs> trick people? That would be brilliant. That would be Weird. a really smart marketing. Or what if tactic. they tried really hard to make the practical look like CGI because people like CGI. people like <laughs> so, so. Well, this is what I'm saying. We're basically their efforts. We're basically get, yeah. It's 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 okay. We had this practical effects and they're really awesome. And then now we can do CGI. And then people are like, well, I don't really like the way that CGI is. Like, well, we'll do practical effects, but then we'll make it look like CGI. CGI it's yeah. like everything's Whoa. kind of come around in all these circles, and it's totally confusing to keep track of. Yeah. 
That's um, insane. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they escape from the island. That's Act One. Act Two is oh, they, they find a blood transfusion yeah. for their friendly Velociraptor. Well, yeah. <laughs> and in between this, or just like, or along this, these two acts, they have like the most cliche like military support squad that's clearly going to turn on you like, <laughs> the, the first time I saw the guy yeah. I was like that guy's going to be the villain <laughs> like, dude he had like the, the gray crew cut he practically was smoking yeah. like a big fat stogie cigar <laughs> like yeah. we're, just, we're just here to keep you safe it's, and it's just like a bunch of as we evacuate these dinosaurs angry looking dudes yeah, these are here yeah. to help you safe oh, yeah we're not going to have any <laughs> philosophical issues with these guys yeah. they <laughs> as they pulled away from the island too and they saw that uh, the the lava's coming down, everything's on fire, and they see that brontosaurus you got left, <laughs> and like it's supposed to be this touching scene. Yeah. This brontosaurus is like left to die. I, I, I turned my wife after him, I was like, Oh, that brontosaurus, that's probably the best acting in this movie so far. <laughs> that's the only time I felt like, <laughs> I, don't yeah, I know. mean, Chris Pratt had some half you know, entertaining scenes or whatever. Like, he's definitely the most of a character in it. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, he, he has... He's kind of naturally charismatic. He, he's a naturally charismatic guy. Yeah. Half of his jokes aren't that funny. Yeah. And he's barely in the movie at all. He, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate Chris Pratt, uh, but I don't, like, I don't particularly like him, but I will say, he, you're right, he's charismatic. Yeah, he's, he's very much been commercialized and packaged in a box in a movie like this. Yeah. Uh, they've more reasonably done it in Guardians of the Galaxy where he is quite charismatic. He's most of the time funny. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think his early Parks and Rec stuff is his funniest stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, he, but they've definitely they found a way to polish him and shine him up for a really good mainstream audience and they've got a good formula on the Guardians, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's bar- he's in this movie for like 10 minutes. It really felt it, it like It didn't he, feel yeah. like he was in it for very long. At all. Well, who the hell's gonna see Jurassic World to see Chris fucking Pratt? <laughs> you go to see a Jurassic Park movie to see dinosaurs. And the Ju- T Rex <laughs> is actually the star of all the Jurassic Park movies. They definitely You have... go to see a dinosaur movie to see dinosaurs step on people and to eat them. <laughs> you don't go for an elaborate psychological thriller. Uh huh. You don't go for a soap opera. You go to see that. That is it. Well, at this, <laughs> at this point, I think them parading around the original T-Rex is, it just feels like a cheap move to me. I, I hated it in the first Jurassic What do you mean World. the original T-Rex? Like, like the T-Rex from the original Jurassic yeah. Park. Like that, that design. Because I say the original T-Rex because in the Jurassic World, they introduced the Indominus Rex or whatever, the I-Rex <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah. Like, it's basically just a fancy T-Rex. It's a T-Rex with long arms. And white skin. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, right, so yeah. at the end of Jurassic Better eyesight. At the end of the first Jurassic World, in order to fight this this like yeah. uh, super superior race T Rex, they re released the old one. I don't know why it would oh, that's be that's right. Why I don't know it, why would it, it would be a better that's right. like it's a, because it's, it's the philosophy of genetically created or the biologically created. That's what the I battle was. I think it's more remember this uh, iconic image. And like from I said, the, the, t- the T Rex is the hero of all the movies. <laughs> you have to cheer for him. That fight that seriously reminded me of the Silent Hill two movie where Pyramid Head faces off against like this <laughs> other oh, bad no. guy. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, I get to watch two CGI yeah. muscly guys fight. Like just throw oh, pro- wow. just 
wow. just fucking throw Predator in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it just feels like yeah. uh, like fan fiction. Um, <laughs> so so wait before. So do you, you like the Jurassic World movie? I haven't really heard much from you. If on there's it dinosaurs in it, I'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> and and one, I know I have a list of some things that are good about this movie that okay. I'll get to later. But okay. well, I I, ag- should, I, ag- should... I agree with with the the posit- like the iconic imagery of the the original T Rex. Like I, f- I do feel like they need to have them in there. I I'm fine with that. But it feels weird sometimes the way they use him as like a pro, like like he's a protagonist really help, helping out. Chris Pratt like in that in that that nightmare volcano scene Chris Pratt's about to get stomped on by some like medium sized dinosaur he's not quite a T Rex but he's not as small as oh, a Velociraptor like yeah sure uh, and then and then like right just as he's about to be stomped on or whatever the T Rex comes and attacks the uh, the medium sized dinosaur and it's like what is this oh that was so funny and he's then, like. Rah! And then Chris, like Chris, awesome. Chris Pratt isn't even running from him. Like, I don't remember this at all. I can't. Well, it was like I, this glory moment where the T Rex runs in and like chomps him, and then roars, and like the music's like da, like he was like this like glorification you, of the T Rex. It was so yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like the like, hero swooped in and saved the day. I'm like it's a it's a T Rex. At the beginning, he, he also attacked the bad guys. He's the star of this movie. I'm not yeah. I'm not making this up. And at the end, he kills the bad guy. He's the star. Was the, was the dinosaurs the star of the for, of the first Jurassic World? I don't I don't remember enough about it. Well, to the T Rex was the hero. Oh, really? At the end, uh, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, but I guess that does kind of happen. Uh, well, the thing, it, like, if I'm to get very serious about the original, let's, let's get serious. Jura- the original Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> well, he's the villain in that one. <laughs> I, I I think beyond the spectacle oh, of so uh, seeing dinosaurs like that on the big screen, like being able to do something like that in a movie for the first time, and yeah, just seeing dinosaurs, like you say. Uh, that is a movie about uh, like man's attempt at conquering nature and, not, and and it getting way ahead of him. Like at the end when they're flying away in the helicopter and Dr. Old Guy who runs the park. Hancock. Oh, Hammond? Hammond, yeah. Uh, that's when he comes around because the whole time he's been defending this park and, he doesn't, and then he you know, throws his loved ones into danger. And then he realizes this was all a huge mistake. I let my ego and my, 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 my drive for... Furthering technology, My whatever. Hubris. Yes, uh, that to me is what the movie's about, and that's why I don't think there ever should have been any more sequels. Because when he acknowledged that he that, that he made a mistake, that's the end of the story. Yeah, that was them saying we, other, made, we made a mistake making yeah, this movie. Any, any other sequel is just uh, look at these dinosaurs <laughs> snapping their fingers double, around. Double fingers dinosaur there. titties. <laughs> dinosaurs uh, in the big city. Well, Let's take I, this franchise to space, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That, dinosaurs drag well, racing I'm cars. I'm on board for that. We can talk go, about that a little after yes. the ad break. Mm. Or wait, are you gonna say something? No. Good. I, I just have one thing. I, I did notice uh, I was thinking about this yesterday that Jurassic Park 2 is like commando in the sense where they steal the T-Rex's kid and he goes on a rampage <laughs> to get the kid back and he succeeds and he kills the bad guy so he's the protagonist you know what? of that one oh, yeah the problem with so many of these movies where a big monster is like something unstoppable gets re- released I just watch it and think you know if John Matrix was there yeah. this dinosaur wouldn't be such a problem <laughs> you could replace Commando with the T-Rex like John Matrix and you would still have a great movie where he goes to the island and he's killing those Mexicans <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> so uh, ad read so you you guys have seen the movie They Live, right? Of course. Uh, John Carpenter classic. For is that the with the glasses? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. This is I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it. Roddy Piper stars in They Live, and uh, he's a he's a bum, and he 
kicks in somebody's door and in the closet finds these amazing sunglasses. Tip, seemingly generic looking sunglasses. Seem, uh, unsuspecting seemingly. box of sunglasses. Not unsimilar to ones you might he, wear in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just like the person's wall that he kicked in the drywall and just looked for stuff in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you guys have probably seen that imagery. You know, he looks up at the billboards and instead of, when he puts on the, you know, the billboard is for, uh, you know, Coca-Cola or something. And, and, and when he puts on the glasses, though, the billboard turns into a white billboard with black text that says consume. Yeah. And uh, so, so the, the glasses... Uh, you know, let you let him see the world for how the world the true really nature is. Nature of the world. Yeah, the true the true nature of the world. And uh, so he looks at another billboard and it says "Obey." That's totally where that brand came from. I'm pretty sure, by the way. Oh, um, which is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, just like a clothing brand that's just ironic. falling exactly into. <laughs> I have a band shirt that's inspired by that, and it's got like one of the alien guys, and it says "Occupy Obey Origin." It's the band's name, Origin. Oh yeah. And I've had people ask me, "Is that an Obey shirt?" It's a they live shirt origin shirt and a they live shirt. Idiot. Yeah, and is John Carpenter paying us for this episode? Yeah, John Carpenter's paying. He's a big Carpenter. He's a big origin fan, guys. He's paying us for this for this for this episode. So, you know, you've probably seen this with with people. People definitely call this banky, which is which is a term for really egregious social commentary that's like not subtle at all. You mean Banksy? No. Banky is a term making fun of Banksy because uh, okay, Banksy, okay. Banksy oh, okay. makes really egregious social commentary that doesn't require any effort to interpret so whatsoever. I'm being Banky. So if you're yeah, so so people would say they live as Banky, but it's also cool, so it's so it's okay. Well, and it was kind of it's old, it's original anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely more on the original side. So and also the visuals of what you're describing are pretty com. They're just, it's, super it's iconic. compelling visuals more than the actual concept itself. If you search into Google the they live, you'll recognize exactly yeah, what I'm great. talking about immediately. Um, and so it's very much just an invasions of the b- invasion of the body snatchers movie. You know, he starts seeing that some of the pe- all the rich people are actually aliens, and they've been supplanted here to mm-hmm. uh, to control people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where the movie gets great because he just grabs a shotgun and starts killing businessmen for awesome. an hour. <laughs> just shoots <laughs> people. It's a great way to, to. It's like no, we're not going to go any deeper into this. Like we're just going to kill him. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you may have heard the line right. Uh, here to uh, chew bubblegum and kick ass and chew bubblegum. Yeah. people. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Most people will. Most people that know that will associate it with Duke Nukem, which is now also an aging, French, yeah. like a dated uh, reference, but it and, actually came from They Live. Anyway, so you guys have seen They mm-hmm. Live, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the one with the sound. <laughs> with. The current confusion around genders and sexuality, it can be hard to even know who you're talking to. Like you think going. you're talking to a boy, but it's actually a girl, and then they tell you, oh, I'm, it's, I'm actually a her, and they taught, they look at you and like they're really annoyed with you as if you should have known that. Um, <laughs> you, you, actually you, a dinosaur. You, know, you, you, you yeah. think you're talking to a trans person, but they're actually just an ugly nerd. Uh, you, know, you think you're talking to a beautiful fat chick, but it turns out that she's just a pregnant skinny chick. You can't no tell worse. what's going on. You you don't know left from right. That's why John Carpenter is on the case, introducing the gender identity they live glasses. Simply put on these styling shades and you'll be able to see everyone's genitals in real time. On top of that, 
that person's personal gender pronouns will appear in bright black, on all the... caps, Helvetica text above their heads. Oh, I thought you were going to say on the tip of their genitals. Oh, <laughs> you blew it. Uh, well, that's how this is how the product works. Never be confused again about the sex or gender identity or gender uh, of the person you're talking to. So you just see them for who they are, or does it the glasses tell you? The glasses just tell you what they what they're going to correct you. This oh, okay. this is meant to be convenient. You're not meant to go around challenging people like if. If somebody's like, oh, I think I'm a man, but I, but they're actually confused and they're not sure, yeah. it's not going to tell you what they're really... It's just going to tell you what they think, so that, oh, that way you can okay. address them. It's, it. it's meant to be a useful tool okay. to, uh, to help address people. And uh, okay. you know, some people have criticized John Carpenter for you know, not being a purist. It's like, well, they really should be telling you what they really are. You know, that's the point of the glasses. But, uh, you know, but who are you to criticize John Carpenter? Yeah, who are you? Get the fuck out of Get here. Get out of here. So. Yeah. Make sure you buy the uh, gender I- gender identity they live can, glasses. It's a can they movie. distinguish the gender fluid? Like, does it change? Real no, time. No one, can, it, no one can. No one can oh. distinguish that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's real yeah. time. However, that person perceives it. That's what it'll say. Okay, good. So that that way you I'm can covered. that way you can always be on top. You can always be nailing them. Well, as soon as you see it change, you'll be like, "Oh, I see you're her now." Uh, <laughs> you know, and then they'll be delighted that you are so in tune with with who they are. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I just entered my credit card information now. <laughs> uh, so buy it. Check out those glasses. So anyways, back to Jurassic World. Uh, so what did you, see, you said that you actually like Jurassic World too? Yeah, I have some great things about it. First off, you know, the lead actors, there's no affirmative action. Two whites. <laughs> two white people? Check. <laughs> two, two, yeah. To be fair though, like two of them... Uh, they were secondary. They didn't do anything. The two annoying millennial characters. They did nothing. And it like, was like a white Asian clearly and, and like, like a white black. This liberal... <laughs> yeah, a white black. <laughs> it's like a Bill Cosby. <laughs> what yeah. is a white black? I will say the movie would have been better if they had killed those two characters. Oh, I off. agree. I thought like I saw them. I'm annoyed with them, but maybe one of them get chopped down by a dinosaur. So no. maybe the, no, no, they don't die at all. It's a huge ripoff. No, it's true. But there was there was no gay agenda. <laughs> I was I'm serious. Nobody was gay in that movie. I don't know that it was it that, was refreshing because I was waiting for that chick to be like my girlfriend back home. Uh, like she dude, seemed like she was gay. That dino doctor. I was waiting yeah, for I, a lesbo. Exactly, she, but yeah. didn't happen. Deleted scene. Check. See? I bet like in there. That's positive. And the, there's no were... strong female load or uh, load. <laughs> <laughs> Lead role. I mean. <laughs> Is that Claire bitch? I don't even know her name and her real name. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't running That's around with Ron, a gun. Ron Howard's daughter. Oh yeah. I refuse to call women by their name. I call them by no, the man <laughs> their, who they're married to or who their father is. So she wasn't running around shooting, killing guys. She shot the dinosaur to help the man once. And she tricked it, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. She didn't do anything in yeah, this movie. It was great. She's just there. She, was she didn't just do anything there. in the last movie. She was movie there either. to look at <laughs> and for someone for. Chris Pratt's character to bang. That's it. Yeah. No, it was pro- well, well she lured, she got Chris Pratt in, in the movie, and then her purpose was served. So she was just yeah. I, I can't right. support. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She asked him they to come did back it well. To the park after they did it well. The supporting role. It's like it's like Ellie in the they first Jurassic Park. By the way, they didn't have a romance plot in this one, did they? They kissed. It's, it's kind of handed. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they, they already yeah, had yeah. a romance plot in the last one. Yeah. yeah and then it f- falls apart in between movies for no reason, just so they can have the same. 
like the same the exact genre. same arc again. Yeah, <laughs> they, great. They it's found, quite lazy. They found their system. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is wise of them to put the female actor in the supporting role. I've always said that women are the bass player of genders. <laughs> <laughs> so. You got a good point there, Bill. Yeah. I can't, uh, yeah. can't repeat it, that. It's, that's, and at, another great part they did was that gay shit at the end with Chris Pratt wants the raptor to come with him. The raptor's like, go fuck yourself, and he runs off. That was well done. <laughs> yeah. I, was, you know, I was expecting him to like, look at that cage and run in there, and it was going to be really, like, really gay. And the raptor's like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, we'll hang out, have a beer sometime. Uh, I'm yeah. not, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> 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 By the way, I, if, if you're a flamboyant gay guy, call us up. I'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> I've been really wanting to get a flamboyant gay guy on our show. I think that'd be great. That'd be yeah, a great Mullet's addition. Mullet's the closest they have right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Uh, that's that's all you that. liked yeah. about this movie? <laughs> there was no, yeah, there was no like real... St- over-the-top social commentary or, you know, social justice bullshit. They almost did it at the beginning with the dinosaur activist stuff, but then that just went nowhere. It was just to crush them. It just petered out Well, the right dinosaur away. activists were clearly portrayed as morons, so it definitely they wasn't were. a social commentary. Of and they like, were just pawns. Just and like that, having an scheme. activist in your movie but doesn't then, mean that there's no, an then, activist but message. But they tried to make them... Because simp- they're, the, they're the protagonists. They tried... I, I agree. Like, they didn't really... It's not like they've made it this annoying uh, social pandering. It just it, it was just kind of there. It's like yeah. I thought that was the direction they were going. Oh, it was unclear no, to me didn't. What, that. what the message was really in the movie. Uh, I, it's unclear to me even what this movie was about. It was, it was about dinosaurs. It was about making <laughs> it was about making a lot of money off of a, a popular old movie from yeah. the nineties. That's what it was oh, about. And I, I actually wrote down something else that occurred to me just a little while ago. The name of the like the evil corporation is InGen. And that's like a racial slur for <laughs> engine. I, I just realized that. No, yeah, like, fine. Engine. Oh, those dirty engines. <laughs> so finally I can get away with using that term. I'm just talking about Jurassic World. Yeah. So before we get to what we really like about it. Yeah, you missed the, the actual good part of this movie. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about our baby boomers are shit of the week. Oh, this will be good. Oh, yes. Uh, business. Uh, so here's a, reason to, here's a reason to add boomers to that uh, list of What's people that need to die you have. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I sing Dancing Queen earlier? <laughs> what segment was that for? <laughs> so, Such typical baby boomers. Oh, yeah, it was just an accident. Okay, yeah. let's get to the actual segment. I had a note from uh, one of my employees a little while ago uh, just asking for time off, just like one day or whatever, uh, a boomer. And the thing that annoyed me about this note is that it was written in cursive, oh. in cursive handwriting. Dude. And I think, I stopped and I looked at it and I just kind of chuckled to myself and thought, are boomers the only ones keeping cursive yes. alive? <laughs> yes. This useless fucking bullshit handwriting. Why? Why? Are, why? I don't. I don't know anyone else who uses handwriting and for good, or cursive handwriting and for good reason because it's fucking stupid. Like why? Why do you gotta? You have to write in a way where it's like one single line and all the fucking letters. Yeah, it's like, faster. It's not, it's, it's, I don't think it is. You don't have to lift the pen up, so it's faster. It's stupid. You're not like lifting the pen up and down <laughs> between every letter, you moron. Yeah, it's you just do, like you a lift tiny it up a little, little bit. There's no way it's faster. It, it's. Just, it's just, <laughs> why do they all have to be connected? Because then it's like your S looks like this weird, like curved fucking triangle thing like it's just fucking it's not a drawing of a goddamn cat you don't oh. need everything to fucking connect I did just look it up and 
it, it's not faster. It's definitely it's slower. not faster. Because you still have those gaps when, like, you write an I, there's still a dot above the I and J. It's definitely not faster because, it's like, like I said, you're not, like, lifting your hand up between each letter. Even between each word, you're still... Anyway, it's fucking stupid. It's dumb. It's not like a drawing where everything needs to connect. It, and it's always a mess because, people, like, people have different writing and people with have, who have messy writing, their handwriting is going to be just a fucking shit show. You know, like, what you're I, just guessing at what they've put on the fucking piece so of paper. So there's a few things that are great about cursive. The first All great lies. Thing, the first great thing just is that... Hit the skip button a few times. Skip over this part, guys. Pause <laughs> <laughs> forward. The first thing is that doctors can spend less time writing prescriptions because they can just scribble a bunch of nonsense on the paper. Oh, because it eats so much time. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so much. These fractions. Well, it doesn't eat so much time seconds. because they're doing it in cursive. That's You would have noticed how much time it should I take. don't buy the time-saving <laughs> argument of cursive. That's BS. Even so, if it was faster, it's what, like a couple seconds? And then it takes longer to read if you're reading someone mm-hmm. else's cursive because it's a fucking yeah. a shit show. The other great thing about cursive is that whenever I have to give my signature, I just scribble something that has nothing to do with my signature yeah, and they have to accept it. You gotta have a are, signature. Yeah, signatures are just whatever. You could, you could, I think you can literally have a drawing. Like You can you, do whatever you, you want. You technically can. I have heard of people drawing penises you as well, their signature. Like people from like who, who, you know, their native language is Japanese or Hindi or Mandarin, those that's basically just a drawing. Like to draw shapes and stuff. Yeah, all the Chinese characters are basically just cartoons. <laughs> so you can you can get away with anything. But, so, Ed, do you have any more defenses um, for this? Well, yeah, and then if you if you're kept alive, if you're writing a report uh, and you have an area where you don't know as much about the topic, you can just kind of like make your cursive a little bit more <laughs> scribbly, and then they won't. They'll just assume that you were so you, you can, were intelligent. So you can con people. Yeah, you can con people. Like a boomer and, argument, if I ever. Yeah. No. Uh, like I remember in elementary school having uh, these idiot boomer teachers who would tell us shit like, oh, you, you have to learn handwriting. You have mm-hmm. to write all your homework in handwriting or in cursive handwriting because once you get to middle school and high school, they won't even accept papers that, that aren't written in, in cursive handwriting. What a yeah, lot of fucking maybe, shit. Maybe that was 50 just years a ago. Lie. As soon as <laughs> I high school, to- they tell you... you- they, your papers won't be accepted in university <laughs> if they're not handwritten. And then you go to university and it's they won't accept lies. it if it's handwritten. <laughs> yeah. so. It's just lies. I mean, I got to middle school and high school and it was like it was forgotten. Like yeah. we never touched yeah, I had, the, I had a similar all. experience. Yeah, absolutely. And now uh, these stupid boomers, like you didn't foresee that, like I'm sure there's it's probably getting close to the point where kids don't even know how to write anymore. It's just all on a fucking computer, which I'm all for. Well, maybe it's one of... Get rid of writing also. (laughs) But maybe it's one of those things where... Like in in Canada, especially, we're having a huge problem where they're just less they're just lessening and lessening the restrictions on kids. So as in like the last five years, teachers can't even really fail you. Like you can't be held back a grade. They just push you along. Um, another rule is in elementary school, I'm all for it. Yeah, it, it, another rule is what, what, what are you what are you learning? In well, here's so here's so here's so here's like a, they should reverse the amount of recess playtime and learning time in school. It should be like 15 minutes and a, a 15 minute break and a ha- yeah. and an hour break where you do learning, and then the rest is just running out in a field. Like kids don't need to be <laughs> learning like yeah, they don't need to be learning how to read and write. 
Yeah, but you don't. You need eight hours in school to do that. You need like no, an no, hour, it's like six. an hour a day. Six, sorry, six. It's, it's six you hours, including lunch and recess, which is like an hour and a half. Still, still, then, 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 then my argument even strengthens for it because I'm not M- talking about MPE. huge swaths of time. Yeah. An hour, two hours a day of learning. Reverse that fucking time. In elementary school, I'm, I'm not saying all wait, wait. school. Elementary. Do you school. want there to be an hour or two hours of learning a yeah, day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's already what it is. It's well, like I'm sorry. It's like I been you have a class, <laughs> then you have you know, yeah, you have like two hours of learning, and then recess, and then gym, and then lunch, yeah. and then like another gym half an hour. Like, yeah, it's like you that <laughs> you're, yeah. their kids are not doing that much academic work in elementary school, and they're especially not doing that much academic work now. Well, I'm just saying, the, like, you have you seem to be having an argument for it, and I'm against the argument. I'm saying more just recess for kids. Just let them, like they're kids. They're not one of them. They need to know about algebra and shit. I mean, I think that they should... Learning this useless math and cursive that you graduate high school and you this realize... This useless math. I use that math all the time. The X and Y graphs and shit? That's what I'm talking about when I say useless math. You don't math. learn I'm that in t- elementary school. You're learning how to yeah, add and divide and to, multiply. Once you get to, like, grade six, you're starting to... Like, you're starting to... Like, they introduce Geometry. The X, they introduce you know? the X and Y stuff. I'm saying there's a lot of useless math that about 98%... 98.4% of the population doesn't need to <laughs> you know. You really there's thought some, about that point four. some engineers... <laughs> There's some engineers that need to know it, but most people are just dummies that are just going to be working a blue-collar job, and they don't need to really know this. That's they not true at all. There's more and more people are going to be working white-collar jobs as yeah, soon as we automate. As we automate, when the robots use the software yeah, yeah, to do yeah. the calculations for them. Yeah, and you need to know how to do that math. Like if you, yeah, most if you're people a, are going to be engineering these robots. Right? You no, if you're just going to do it, dude. To file your taxes, you need to know how to do math. Oh, you hire an accountant. Yeah, you pay someone to do it. Yeah, done. You, yep. And you really do like. Taxes are pretty simple nowadays. Like you just go on simple or whatever, simple tax or tax turbo. Yeah, there's a bunch it's of them. It's so yeah. fucking Man, simple. You're not going like to get your maximum shit. deductible write-offs <laughs> if you just do it that way, you idiot. <laughs> don't, don't you know it? No, I, I think that other. I think that even algebra I've used. Uh, I haven't. Yeah. I've barely used those graphing, like those sine waves and stuff. I use them a little you say bit. Say barely, and what you mean is never. Nobody ever it. uses those. It's a made-up uh, skill. Nobody needs them. Not even engineers. Throw it out. Well, they. <laughs> I know a lot of it seems stupid, but like a lot of the stuff you learn and it, you know, every year builds on each other is it, like they're trying to teach you how to problem solve and how to think. It doesn't say, mean you're going to use it in the I was real about world. To say, don't you fucking dare say critical. Those X and Y graphs, I don't think teach critical thinking. Well, it teaches you how to like how to apply things you learned early in the school year, and then it's like. Because like to me, critical, me, critical, then... me, critical, the the heart of critical thinking is being a skeptic, is questioning uh, motives and and. I, did, such, I didn't and say such. critical thinking. I said problem solving. Fair so enough, okay, enough, let's talk. Enough. Let's uh, let's throw out an obscure example that's so irrelevant, like uh, Pythagorean. Do you think that's irrelevant? He was a fraud. I I, I I don't remember anything about that. What about that? that? So, Dewey so, Decimal so that's, System. So that's about, that's about the, the triangles that you can figure out each side of a triangle. Okay. As long as you have a right angle triangle. Right? I'm going to say for, most, for most, most people don't need to know that. Every dad needs to know it. If you want to put up a shelf... You need to know that. I got a wife who does that. Yeah, I don't yeah need she, to know that. she knows my Pythagorean <laughs> for me. Dude, I've put up shelves. You just, oh, need, yeah. a, you just need a level and a drill. Yeah, no, yeah. If, if, if you need a shelf that has just two sides to it. You don't need it, to study ge- like geometry for that. You put one in the corner you, you and you put to, the other one beside it. A <laughs> mild, basic understanding, sure. Yeah, like you need to be able to figure but out how tri- what triangles are. fucking every year up until you graduate and go more and more and more advanced into it to it's like... Until it's like basically engineering 101 sort of I only, territory. I only felt it was starting to get really irrelevant by grade and 11. And by the way, I was good at math. Like I never had a problem with it. I just wasn't, I didn't, was, 
wasn't my interest. I had no problem with it. I remember kids sucking at it and me having I think no it's good for kids it. to have a baseline of a lot of it. I think there's probably 30% of it that's actually baseline because baseline's talking about super simple stuff. But when you get through, this is outside of elementary, by the way, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is what I was originally complaining about. But yeah, late high school stuff, when you have that stupid X and Y graphing calculator, which I'm sure is not a thing anymore. It's all probably just on an app, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you, need, you need graphing all to understand that electricity, X and y man. stuff for most people, is useless. If you're taking calculus and want to get into engineering, they probably need to know it, but... I need those... Or if you're a musician, you need to know how your synthesizer works. You need to know how oscillators work, which is how those graphs work. You know, you got to be able to do your graphing. You you want your sine wave? All this isn't isn't really my problem. It's cursive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I don't like. But but this is... I'm just wondering if this is leading into this thing of kids getting... Like, we're just taking away things that they're learning. I'm fine if we're replacing it with useful things like programming and putting those blue-collar people out of work. Uh, but so, for example, right now, last five years, it's illegal to give to dock anyone marks on having a late assignment. So, no, I'm not. I'm not. So, that so doesn't sound right. That's absolutely true. So I'm t- I talk to teachers about this, and there's new legislation yeah, coming in. I don't know. And, it, and like, it's basically they don't want any kids, even if they're super dumb, they just want to pass them. So they. They don't have to deal with them again. Yeah, so they don't. Oh, so they don't have to deal they're, with them. For, there's probably they're jumping too reasons. far ahead. They haven't yet made cursive illegal, so they've they've missed a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Yeah, bring it Preach back it. to cursive handwriting. But it's, think it's about a useless scam perpetuated by baby boomers. Yeah. And they're the only ones keeping it alive because the greatest generation before them they're too old and dying to care. But they're not keeping anything alive. They're not keeping themselves alive. So <laughs> no, they're on the. <laughs> yeah. But they're they're on it's store. boomers that are keeping this horseshit yes. alive. Think about how retarded that is, though. You can just save all your assignments till the last day of class and hand them in and they have to give you full marks and you're a <laughs> and you're a deadweight student any of your stupid group assignments you've been pulling yeah. everyone else down down on and stuff uh, look I don't care about kids edu- I don't have kids I don't want kids uh-huh. I don't care about kids education any of that I, sure. I still see cursive now so that's what I don't like and I'm blaming boomers for this so, so taking care. <laughs> no, um, at my old job, when I'd be issuing uh, kids driver's licenses and they pass their test, they go to sign their their learner's license. There'd always be a parent there, like once every every week or two, because I was always ready for this fight. They'd always go, "Oh, sign your name, son or daughter, whatever your name is," and they'd sign it. You know, they don't even teach them cursive in school yeah. anymore. And I, I'd always go, "You know what? I'm in my 30s, good, and they haven't." Like the, my my teachers told me that we'd have to know it, and I haven't been taught cursive since grade four, like yeah. the early nineties, and I haven't needed it. They'd be, oh well, I'm like, so what, why do they need cursive? And I'd always challenge them, and I'd get into this huge side conversation. Some people, be, well, you need to know cursive because, um, because I'm like, why? Everyone, everything's done on computers now. It's pointless. Even and if I it always defended the kid. If, even if it wasn't all moving toward computers, it is less efficient, less good to yeah. look at, like less visually visually pleasing to look at than just regular handwriting. It's it's a it's garbled so fucking mess. When anytime a boomer, because they love getting on their fucking high horse of sh- but shit like this. Complaining about the previous generation, saying, yeah. "Oh, I, you know, this c- generation of kids—they don't—they e- don't even know how to cursive handwriting." Yeah. Good. I'm proud. Agree, like, man. I don't like yeah. a lot of young people, and my generation also totally sucks. But I'm proud of, of the younger generation for that—that that they don't yeah. even know. They're like, "What cursive? What's what the fuck is this?" Yeah. Good. Like, I'm glad that's happening. And like the greatest generation, I know a big thing for them was oh, their 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 penmanship. They had a lot of pride in yeah, how this, they wrote. Like, I'm like, this? who gives a crap how neat you write? That, that seems like the most p- 
pointless it's skill. It's like this thing from, have the, pride in. from the Victorian yeah. era that's still, <laughs> that's still survived by I the, do hate by the Victorian era. Yeah. Who the, what, 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 some fancy dress that's all puffed. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what year is this? Why are you concerned about this? Who's writing letters? Anyway, I don't know. Fuck cursive yeah. and fuck boomer. I'm, I'm going to say I think Preach. you're dead wrong about this. About I th- cursive? Yeah, so it is... So it is an absolute. Yeah, you are, man. It's an absolute. uh, (laughs) It's an absolute measurable, studyable psychological fact that 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 writing that writing. The way you talk about stuff, you always say stuff like this, like you're this learned man about cursive. (laughs) You're you're just throwing shit out and be like, it is. It's it's measurable. Sorry, continue your little bullshit. it is, it is intellectual. An, I'm using the it, finger quotes. It is an absolute measurable fact that different areas of your brain and useful areas of your brain activate when you write something on a paper compared to typing it. There I'm not, is a against, different, there, I'm so, not against handwriting in general. So, so, so I, bet, handwriting. I bet you there's a, this is where it's not proven, but I bet you there's a connection <laughs> somewhere in there to that, that difference. If there's a difference between typing <laughs> yeah, and, no. and writing with, and printing, no, I, there's probably a difference between printing no. and handwriting no, just I don't to a minor is. degree. I'm not disagreeing with, like, because I do Maybe a lot of... So my- it's probably. I don't think it's as Minor big as the on difference. Minor level between t- that it has absolutely zero effect, and the only effect it has is that you read someone handwriting. Other people can have messy handwriting. I've said this a few minutes ago, and then you get their their cursive handwriting. And it's just a fucking shit show. If I need to read what you're writing on here, don't fucking write yeah. it in cursive. It's not worth whatever this minutia yeah. of fucking <laughs> benefits that Mueller's making up. Yeah, you're not. So no, I, I believe what you're saying because I even in university when people started bringing laptops more and more and more. By the time I graduated. I was the only one, only one of my, every class I had writing on paper, but that was because I absorbed and the then, information so better. So you noticed a big but difference because you couldn't keep up because everyone could type way faster no, than but, you can handwrite. But when you, <laughs> when you, when you write it, for, for me, it was I could retain it better. And, oh, and I all. totally agree. And, I can retain things better if I write that's, them. That's a different argument. I didn't write in cursive like yeah. some degenerate. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I, some Victorian era yeah. fancy pants. I'm just, I, I think there's probably a connection between those two. Between those three things, I think that no, we're just saying that the cursive as an art form it might be useful is retarded. That's uh, all I mean, I'm saying. Uh, I, I think th- they're I stupid. Think, I think any any small, tiny measure of benefit that you're talking about can be thrown out when someone else has to read it, and then like you say. Yeah, there's probably some benefits to actually writing it down versus typing, but you just made a joke about Braden taking way longer <laughs> than the other kids that oh, were yeah, typing I'm, it. So I'm you, definitely can, fine. you can definitely be more... There's probably benefits, whatever, benefits... There's probably a... S- but there's no benefits to cursive. Not only like... Point zero 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 one percent benefit. There's, and that's it. There's probably like you'd have to be selective about it, right? But it's like if you're doing something like journaling as a psychological exercise, it, it probably makes sense to pay attention to those differences. And if yeah, if you're learning something, it probably makes sense to t- pay attention to those. If you're filling out like a doctor's forms, like yeah, of course, like just yeah, <laughs> like like I'm not arguing for that if in any way. If you're in any kind of class, university, whatever, and your teacher demands oh they want you to hand in your assignments are, in a certain no dem- that's bullshit. No, demands or require <laughs> that it's cursive because there's you know there's all these benefits of linking your your, your handwriting and memory to mm-hmm. whatever drop out of that class that teacher has nothing of any value to teach you well, that's teaching happen. woman studies yeah. so throw out that class <laughs> right to the fucking bin yeah i mean when i started university like 12 13 years ago like they were already saying like 
you have to hand in typed in. Like we won't, we, they don't even look at handwritten assignments, period. So that's, yeah. yeah if, if you have a teacher now saying that, that'd be, so yeah, when we drop out of that drop class. Out. So when, when yeah. I took a programming course, I submitted programming work handwritten <laughs> code. <laughs> Did you seriously? No, that's yeah. just, holy cow. Yeah, it was part of, uh, it was part of your final test because you couldn't have a computer when you're writing your oh, final exam. So that's you have different. to show that, like, so they're not, being as picky about well, exams are different. Like I would, you do exams in university handwritten. You can't. Sure, type. sure, yeah. I I just thought that was it was just it was particularly that funny, is funny to write computer code by hand. But uh, it's useful. You can totally just do it, and it works basically. The works better because so if you write your hand. code on a piece of paper, it it just goes to the computer. Yeah, you can just translate it. It'll just work. You just it's, put it's the, the paper. Stuff. Just it put it. In you just there. put the paper in, yeah. and it reads your handwriting. <laughs> yeah, I always used to like to write my code in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> my teacher wouldn't even allow us to submit code that wasn't in cursive. Oh. Uh, I want a cursive bracket and a cursive <laughs> equals sign. <laughs> so that's why I hate boomers this week. Uh, dancing queen, dancing queen. Everybody's working for, for the, the weekend. weekend. <laughs> that's a good song. That's, that's a good in movies. So, uh, so what do we actually Speaking like? Speaking of it? dinosaurs, yeah. Um, so yeah, you. You should have said that when we went into you. the segment. You really screwed <laughs> yeah. me. Speaking. <laughs> so you, Jason, had mentioned the things that you liked about this movie, but you forgot the most glorious. 10 minutes of this movie that I did not see coming. And this is a two-hour movie, so 10 it's minutes. It's like two hours and 10 minutes. It's two hours and 10 minutes, so it's two hours of bad movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened, but about just a bit over the halfway point in this movie, it felt like the whole movie was directed for just for 10 minutes by a completely different film crew with a different idea of what kind of movie they were trying to make. In the movie, they, the volcano erupts, they save a bunch of dinosaurs, turns out this evil corporation wants to <laughs> weaponize and sell awesome. the dinosaurs. On the awesome. black market. So they go back to this. this already it starts getting, uh, yeah. what's going on They go on back there? to this mansion <laughs> and invite a A whole, mansion, a haunted mansion they bring the dinosaurs back pretty to. Pretty much. And then... They go back to this haunted mansion and invite a whole bunch of, like, I don't even know what they were, like, military leaders or shadow... They're just rich people. Rich guys, but they had... But they're rich guys who had an interest in buying weapons of some sort, like, weaponized stuff. So, so that's not just, like, the guy who owns Walmart. Like, this well, is they a had guy different with, reasons. Like, they, they was hinted that someone wanted to hunt them. Okay, they were I, just like, I, they, I, they I weren't trying to, yeah, they they weren't part, trying to weaponize the dinosaurs. They were just well, hinting that dinosaurs. Yeah, well, they were hinting the dinosaurs could be used as weapons or for hunting. Yeah. They were just, just trying to sell that, the dinosaurs. The Russian guy who's bidding, he clearly he just want, wants to wrestle one. Obviously, yeah. 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 <laughs> he wanted two carnivores, yeah. two on one ring cage match. Him and two. <laughs> so, just side note before I get into the great, I always in, they, they set this up sort of in the first one. They reveal somewhere in the first Jurassic World. Uh, that the one dude wants to weaponize the raptors to sell to militaries because the raptors were smart and mm -hmm. trainable and whatever. This is the dumbest fucking plot. Like, why, it's like, so why, awesome, though. I don't understand why this guy is so enthralled by the dinosaurs being weaponized. Why does it have to be dinosaurs? We have animals now in the Horses real world let people down. that can be trained. Like, they, there's people, like, they train bears to be docile for movies and shit like that. You can train it to attack someone. It's not yeah. the most reliable, but, you, you know, because it might snap and bite your face or whatever, but keep it in a cage. And you could train a bear to attack or, like, a cougar to go into some caves and hunt terrorists or whatever like 
it's not a great idea, but I just don't understand why dinosaurs... Because it's oh awesome. My, my God, these dinosaurs are smart. We need to weaponize them. There are other smart animals alive. We don't need to be cloning. Yeah. This is a very expensive route to take this weaponizing of animals. It's so... I, anyway, but that's not part of the greatest 10 minutes, really. Um, but so the company reveal, they reveals they had no interest in saving the dinosaurs and that they're actually selling them to whatever, shadow military guys or guys who want weaponized dinosaurs for whatever insane reason. Uh, and then they, they op- the, the scene opens up this dinosaur auction where there's all these rich, so snooty, evil guys <laughs> who are like completely, like they're like mustache twirlingly evil. <laughs> like they're so comedically evil. Uh, it was at first, at this point, it hadn't quite won me over. I was like, this is so stupid. Like these, like I'm supposed to buy like all these different types of snooty rich people that want to buy dinosaur weapon, weaponized dinosaurs. Uh, then it gets to the auction, and they're showing. I was, their- I was waiting for Liam Neeson's daughter and taken <laughs> yeah. to be part of the auction. <laughs> <Yeah. That's> what- <laughs> and then they have this this dinosaur auction in like this just like bleak, sterile looking, very mechanical, like stainless steel filled room. They have these caged dinosaurs that they're that they're kind of pushing along this run a runway basically. Uh, showing off the dinosaurs while some guy is reading. It's like, this dinosaur is uh, 15 feet tall and has a spiked tail and teeth so sharp. He's just going over weird stats. And like, let's start the first bid at uh, $1 million. And now all these these, these mustache-twirling <laughs> villains are uh, 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 $2 million. And at this point... <laughs> This is where it started to win me over because I'm think I'm looking at this thinking this is so stupid. It's it's gone full circle. It's like you have the the circle where things start out all right, mm-hmm. it gets to the 180 mark, and this is complete trash. I hate it. Then it keeps getting dumber and dumber and dumber, and it comes back around to the beginning. It does the full 360. And I'm back at it being good. It was so stupid, like them just showing off these dinosaurs, and then they had like. Uh, Again, these comedically evil guards just tasering the dinosaurs while they're pushing it along the runway for, for no, no reason. Because yeah. they're in a cage. Like It's not like they, they have to keep them from running out of it. They're in a cage that's just being wheeled and up and down the runway. They're not even being belligerent. No, they're, they're like just standing them. there peacefully in the cage. And these assholes come up with those stick tasers just jabbing at them for <laughs> no reason. Uh, I was all on board for this. I was watching so, all this. It was this quite funny. Is yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, so main character and Chick, the bass player, uh, <laughs> they're, they're thrown at a cell at this point, and to get out, he releases like some hammerhead dinosaur. I don't know what to call it. It's that di- yeah. it's a little short dinosaur. It's got a real thick skull, yeah. and it's ramming into shit, and he uses it to ram out of the cage. That's pretty funny. A, yeah. a silly scene, but then he takes that dinosaur and releases it into <laughs> the auction oh, yeah. room. Just headbutt- and yeah. the crowd that was awesome. Of dinosaurs. It's quite and funny. It, it starts, not only, yeah, so this dinosaur starts just headbutting all these snooty, <laughs> rich jerks, these, these mustache twirlers, uh, but then it runs in. It shows it like running into a crowd of them, and like a fucking cartoon show. Oh, there's the, yeah. the rich people's bodies. Like all you see is the crowd. Like you can't see the dinosaur anymore, but you can see like bodies flying <laughs> up in the air. Just, it's like a cartoon. And again, I am 
I'm in it. I'm, I was so uh, disgusted by the first hour, hour and 20 minutes of this movie. And then it got to this. And I started thinking, is this why it got bad reviews? Because I didn't like the first hour and 20 minutes of this movie, but I didn't like the first Jurassic World at all. And I know a lot of people really loved it. And I thought, are people hating on this one because it got to this point and it's just a complete mockery of everything <laughs> they've set up in the first place? Mm -hmm. Is that why people are hating it? And I'm going to end up loving this movie because of all this trash? Uh, it was when I saw the bodies flying up in the air from the hammerhead dinosaur that that's when it went. That was when I was full on. I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. I'm in for this movie. This is now fucking awesome. And that, but before, I think before even that, during the dinosaur auction, they reveal something they've been teasing slightly throughout the whole movie that they have a new genetically super yeah. engineered mega dinosaur which is just basically the exact same plot from yeah. the first one that's exact it was, I basically. thought it was the, in the first Jurassic World they had the Indominus Rex it was yeah. like this engineered hybrid of a T-Rex and a raptor I think that's super smart and deadly whatever I thought that was dumb and now this one, it's the same What is it called? Thing. The Indoraptor? The Indoraptor. Yeah, I was expecting it to be wearing a turban. <laughs> <laughs> Indo, yeah. um, and cool design on it. It, it, was, it was stupid because it's like this is the yeah. same basic plot, only it's, it's a bit smaller and more violent and just hostile looking, which I'm all for. But then they reveal when it's going along the stupid dinosaur auction being tasered the whole time, the guy's announcing. Pretty great. Say, this, this, this dinosaur is just as, as smarter than any of the other ones, but also we've, we've engineered in its brain that to follow our laser tracking device, and this, one of the henchman guys pulls up a laser, and like a, or a gun with This like a, felt oh, like such a 90s movie this, demonstration, by this the way. Was like. at, this was where it hit full-on schlock. Like, just complete, this is the most retarded thing I've ever seen that I love. Uh, they, they, he has basically a gun with a laser pointer on the end of it, and he shines it on a guy, and this super dinosaur is engineered to, to attack whatever. So now we got a dinosaur auction. We got hammerhead dinosaur flipping guys through the air like a fucking cartoon. Now we got a laser-guided dinosaur. This was, I was so on board. I was like, wow. They have just took this thing and said... Fuck it. Let's burn this franchise to the fucking ground with laser-guided dinosaurs. And I and they were pandering to me, baby. I loved it. Fucking awesome. Like, it's a cool-looking dinosaur. I'll give them. I'll give them that. The design on him was. Yeah, pretty he had cool. a great smile. <laughs> Speaking of his great smile, um, there's a scene. There's this one of the the jerk military dudes. He collects dinosaurs' teeth. Purely for his own ego, I, I guess. Some, mm -hmm. some. Yeah, thing. that was a cool thing about him. Like he's just ripping dinosaurs' teeth. But out he doesn't even pliers. hunt the dinosaurs. He just puts. Yeah, that's sleep. the lame so thing about it. He's kind of pathetic. Yeah, kind he, of a jerk. He probably sodomizes yeah. them or something <laughs> weird. <laughs> but uh, he sees after oh, yeah. Yeah. after after the whole thing goes tits up because because of the the, the hammerhead dinosaur dude. Um, he sneaks back into the room. He sees the the laser guided dinosaur and he tranquilizes him. He's in his cage, so this dinosaur is not released. So he tranquilizes them, and then the human dude gets in the cage to get one of his teeth. And the camera at this point is positioned right beside the dinosaur's head, who's passed, fully passed out, eyes closed. And you see his tail rise behind the dude. 
and then the guy looks back to see the tail, and then it does but a... The tail quickly like, whips back down. Yeah, the tail so quickly whips back down so he doesn't see it, but then, like, we can see that the dinosaur if, now if this, has his... Uh, every time the guy <laughs> turns away, the laser-guided dinosaur has his eyes open, and he slowly starts to grin yeah, a if little this, bit. Yeah, if this sounds it's like so Scooby-Doo to you, it's because it is exactly... Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the dinosaur was basically, at this point, winking to the camera, like, huh? Huh? Look, I'm gonna fucking get this guy. He <laughs> thinks he thinks you're, I'm passed out. You thought I was passed out, but now you're in on it. Wink, huh? wink. <laughs> I'm gonna get this guy. Yeah. Again, at this, I, I was so shocked to have such a complete... High-grade quality schlock. This is, like, grade A schlock. <laughs> Just complete insanity and then awesome. f- for no reason at all it cuts away from the dinosaurs and I'm a little worried at this point I'm like oh no let's, let's, let's keep toward the dino auction that's where the gold is I want to watch an hour and 45 minutes of dinosaur auction um, <laughs> but then it cuts to them so it goes back to Chris Pratt and, and the bass player lady uh, and she's uh, <laughs> that's such a good description by the way because <laughs> okay. um, the, the, the bass is important it gets you grooving you know, like, they're you, trying to save some little girl who is uh, I don't want to get too much into this character because I don't care about her at all the little girl is the daughter of the person who yeah. owns the park and the guy who's running the park the, the, the GM the general manager he's turning like he's the one selling selling, yeah. the, selling the weaponized dinosaur so he has nefarious things he ends up killing the owner guy and the daughter's left alive Chris Pratt is trying to protect the daughter I guess yeah. you know, he's a daughter whatever he's a good good mannered fella and then the evil GM dude reveals for no, I don't know why he delivered this. It's possible I tuned out and didn't care. I was just so excited by the dino auction that I didn't care. Uh, but he reveals like, no, she's actually a clone of the, the park creator's yeah. original daughter who died. And she's a clone. This served. The Indo daughter, they call yeah. it. <laughs> this, this served no purpose. Well, they revealed it early, like a few scenes earlier. And with a visual, yeah, and then oh, I missed and that. then yeah. So what happens? There's this hilarious That's sequence what I of missed. events. I, I, love. I only caught him revealing yeah. it to Christmas. Anyway, all of it. so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so basically, she um, she's, she finds her dad or Grant, whatever he is dead, and then he looks through. She looks for that book, and there's a picture basically of her, uh, but like thirty just, years ago with the lady who looks after the house. Okay. So she she puts two and two together because when she asked, did, that, did mom I, look like me? He's like, oh, yeah, he looked exactly like. Then you're left to believe, oh, uh, wait, he just cloned her. I remember that, but I didn't care because I said, let's dino auction, dino <laughs> auction. Let's get back to the dino Because she, she clearly puts it together in her head. But okay, so anyway, either way, what fucking purpose does this serve? Oh, it serves no purpose Zero at all. Zero purpose. At I all. thought for, a, for about a second, I thought, is this because... Like he needs her because she's the heir and the heir to the park or whatever, and he needs something like that. None of that. That doesn't get brought up. No. Nope, but then nope. I started thinking because this is still within the ten minutes of glorious schlock. I thought, yes, yes, yes. She's gonna have dinosaur DNA in her. To they they needed it or something yeah. stupid to clone her. She's gonna be able to communicate with the dinosaurs. Yet I think that's at the point where I, I literally had my arms up in the air like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> And I think that's when it petered out. That's, yeah. that's when the schlock calmed down. But man, 
all of these, this nonsense I'm minutes. talking about, the dinosaur auction, the, the reveal of a clone for no reason, laser-guided dinosaur, hammerhead dinosaur, uh, uh, prankster dinosaurs winking to the camera, that's all in 10 minutes. Yeah, they just cram all this shit in, and it's fucking glorious. Not worth watching the whole movie mm -hmm. for at all. Wait for, wait for it to hit the torrent sites, download it, and then somewhere out there, I'll put it up in the, the timestamp you need yeah. to watch. I'll do the world a favor on that one. <laughs> Yeah, there's a sequence of events. It's a bit longer, but basically, because uh, you told me that like, there's a 10-minute part that's awesome. So I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat, yeah. the whole movie, waiting for this. <laughs> but I think because of that, I was overanalyzing everything, everything that was happening. Yeah, I, I, was, I was a little worried about so that. It that's was, why it, I didn't go into it too much Probably detail. a little detrimental, but the first one of the, the first time you learn that the GM guy's evil, so he's ha he has two different talks with two, two different businessmen about weaponizing dinosaurs. So I'm like, yeah, okay, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> and then it goes to the boat, and they start a makeshift blood transfusion with a, uh, the raptor and the T-Rex like See, you alluded to was... earlier. And then before the dino auction, you learn that the little girl is a clone. I was like, so we got dinosaur blood transfusions, we got clones, we got weaponizing dinosaurs, like what? See, the dinosaur blood transfusion, it wasn't schlocky enough. It's no, it wasn't. 100% with you that it's stupid, Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't quite schlocky enough because they took it a bit too serious. Mm. When it gets to the dino auction, when this 10 yeah. minutes really kicks off, it's like they're taking you it serious, but but serious in a way where it feels like a, like a fucking Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Like you know, that shot yeah. of the dinosaur winking. Uh, that was that, straight up that was, like... That was some... Evil Dead stuff yeah. right there. Like that felt like one of the Deadites yeah. uh, pranking Ash. Like Ash is about to go grab them, and you see his eye, like the yeah. eye open, and, yeah. and that yeah. felt like Sam Raimi. You know stuff. how they could have fixed awesome. the, the blood transfusion part? Is they could have been like the blood is locked away in this container and here, oh, so we have to pump it through the ventilation system <laughs> and then like plug the dinosaur yeah. into a pipe in the wall, like it you know, like been, to get the blood. To it should have <laughs> been glowing green, like a neon. Yeah, green. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that that would have tipped it. I think a just little better to the schlock. But That's all it needed. If you make a list, like I was saying there, of like, okay, there's weaponized dinosaurs. There's a dinosaur blood transfusion, a, a little clone girl, a dino. All this these movie things. sounds way better it than it is. It sounds awesome. And then you actually watch it, and you're like, oh, this is just like they so poorly executed. The and, lamest but, delivery of those yeah, items. Those, yeah, th th this ten minutes, it felt like like. For ten minutes of the movie, like we directed it, it did. And they're yeah, like, they're like, okay, guys, you got ten minutes. We won some stupid contest or whatever. Do whatever you want with this ten minutes, and it yeah. makes it in. And we're we'll like, okay, what do we got? What do we got? Okay, laser guided dinosaur. It's in. Put it in Boom. the movie. Yeah. Uh, so the clone girl, and then and then we like just didn't like the clone girl having dinosaur. And the clone DNA. girl has dinosaur blood in yeah, her. Yeah, it's like that. So she's like part the ten minute mark. Just yeah, went the ten up minute there. mark no! just got cut off. And we're like, damn it. Okay, well at least we got the clone, and that yeah. was stupid. That that was good. We'll have him winking at the. We'll have a dinosaur <laughs> auction. Let's ruin this fucking thing. For like 10, it was like we directed it. It was so awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Do you have any other uh, thoughts on why Jurassic Park is so good? Because I'm, I'm about, it's, I'm toast. There's dinosaurs, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you go do it to see dinosaurs, that's it. I thought it was funny in the uh, commercials for it, they, they heavily show like close-ups of Jeff Goldblum and whatever. And everyone, everyone loves Jeff Goldblum. Uh, he's, the, man, they must have had him filming for like... 20 minutes like yeah. on set. He he's is, just in some court case he where he's talking about some random crap and they splice it in occasionally. At the beginning minute of the movie talking about dinosaurs and the ending minute, they must have had seriously like a half an hour to film with him. Yeah, he something. probably just read off a teleprompter like he didn't even learn the lines. <laughs> like they just had, just sit down here, read the lines, you know, deliver it like you're Jeff Goldblum. I'm sure you'll do a good job. One take. 
Come yeah. on, let's like, like not. Yeah, obviously nothing wrong with the performance. It's not like he quote phoned it in, but it's it might have it might have only been one I, camera angle on him the whole time. It's like they really just. I, yeah, I wouldn't say he like phoned it in. The scene is fine. It's a dumb scene for writing reasons, but uh, he definitely like he's there for a paycheck. Oh yeah, definitely. Jeff Goldblum just for the commercial could not give any less fucks about Jurassic Park <laughs> at this point. You could tell he was not. Oh, I'm really enthused. I'm so excited and passionate to be back in this franchise that I love. That kicked off my. That really, really took off my career. He does not fucking care. No, the about fly Jurassic took off his career. <laughs> Don't be a fool. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, anything. that's it for me. There was one more part that felt. It is outside of the glorious ten minutes that we directed. Uh, that felt like it, like right at the end, they get back. So, whatever the bad guys have been defeated, the big evil, the the laser guided dinosaurs have been defeated, all that. And there, so there's a bunch of captured dinosaurs. What would you say? How many dinosaurs do they have in that like prison room? Like I do, like, I don't even remember what you're talking about. Like I don't have, even have an image. Roughly, if you had to take a guess. Are you talking at the end? Yeah, in the end when they release them. Oh, there must have been like. At least thirty of. Yeah, so that that's about what I what I thought. So at, at, at the end there, there's a bunch of captured dinosaurs still left that they were that were going to be auctioned off, I guess. Uh, and then. Oh, you're talking about the ones that were in the prisons that yeah, they were yeah, letting yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end, they, oh, I remember at that. At the end, no. the little the little clone girl uh, releases all the dinosaurs. They kind of debate about whether they should do because they're you know they're living creatures, but blah blah blah. Who cares? Uh, they release the dinosaurs, which leads into the Jeff Goldblum scene where he's talking to Congress or whatever, and he's, he has some, some schlocky, stupid speech about, so now we have entered an age where man and dinosaur must again learn to live together. And I'm <laughs> sitting here thinking, they released like 30 dinosaurs into the wild. Let's, I'll be generous. Let's exaggerate. Let's say they released about 100 dinosaurs out into the wild all pretty contained. They probably only get like within a five mile radius minus the ones that can fly, but there's only like three of them. How hard would this be to contain? They get we're going to we're we're gonna be living in a new age where we all have to learn to live with dinosaurs. It's exactly like what they thought dinosaurs were like 65 million years ago. Like every corner there's like, yeah, you know, uh, in 2018 they have cougars around every corner. There's just <laughs> cougars waiting to get people. It's like, yeah, we have them, but I've seen like one ever. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like that's, it's going to be like that except less. And most of the dinosaurs didn't have any potential mates or anything. There was only one <laughs> They're and all different species. Aged. They might so. try and pull some some horsecock fucking reference to the first <laughs> one because in the first one, in the original Jurassic Park... Oh, yeah, they're all uh, females. They made them all females. No, but so that's that so they that they couldn't finish. breed themselves so that yeah. the scientists were in control but, of the but, breeding. No, but then but then it reveals that there's dinosaur eggs that have hatched and there's some hack line about, uh, oh, well, nature finds a way. It was just a silly little thing. It didn't make that's any sense. That's actually probably a pretty good legit criticism of the first one. But even so, like, we know that they all got released and there's like I said, at best 100, but more realistically about 30 dinosaurs. You can't contain 30 dinosaurs all within the same radius. It's not well, like they were spread out across the planet. All of you, like, you They have tried to contain, contain them before with Jurassic Park and Jurassic when World. When I say contain... They always fail. Nature yeah. finds a way. When I say contain, I mean like bullet in the head. Like, we, can, we, have, <laughs> the, we have zoos and shit. The we capture like from lions Oz and elephants. also escaped with dino DNA. <laughs> this is right. That is true. I did forget. As but he escaped specifically with laser-guided dinosaur DNA, not with the other... Or no, that was the one from the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, and that gets stepped on by the T-Rex. Oh, yeah, that's right. As like a fuck right. you so, yeah, to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Indo-Rex. <laughs> so... Um, 
as far as my final comments on Jurassic Park, the story of that it's exactly what we're talking about about these dinosaurs always escaping and like why they're always escaping like they cannot keep these dinosaurs contained even though it's yeah, like, like they're find, not the most powerful monsters we even have on a, this planet find the fucking <laughs> directors of the, the most successful zoos are. on the planet and they would be able to run this park just fine no let's just <laughs> go find some random mercenaries to run it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not 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 the closest approximation to someone with expertise in the area um, so. The original Jurassic Park, like you said, it's the story about man trying to conquer nature and finding his limitations and seeing where he's in over his head. And it's it does work really well as a per kind of more of a personal story with Hammond. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know you can kind of relate to that. As an adult, that's how I view the movie. Totally. Beyond and, the spectacle of dinosaurs. But every single time you get a new Jurassic Park movie, now what it's about is. Dinosaurs are so amazing, no one can contain them. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's what true. the movies are about now. It's like, how amazing do you think dinosaurs are? Like, they're not that great. They're only great because they're not around. That's yeah, the only if, reason people if, think they're special. If dinosaurs are going to be such a problem for us to contain, then bears should also be a problem for yeah, us to like, contain. They're also a wild killing bear like, park. It's like the bears get out. Nobody knows how to keep these bears in check. Like, that's basically what it's about because it's Certainly not about this personal, like this story no. about not. You all know, that is dead. Yeah, all Long of that is dead. dead. That's been dead since the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> so, uh, any new Jurassic Worlds, it's going to be about how you can't contain dinosaurs, and that's never well, going to stop. The thing, I hated this movie. I hated the first Jurassic World, and I, I've hated all the Jurassic Park movies other than the first one. They're all garbage. The second one isn't it. too terrible, I think, in, like in compared. <sighs> it's not no good. Bloom stars in it. The third one's the third one's really bad, though. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like we so, wouldn't say that about the second one. You'd just say it was unpopular and too long. Having said this, despite all my criticism of them for some reason not being able to contain thirty dinosaurs at the end of the movie, and then if you stayed past the credits, uh, they tease that that two pterodactyls have made it all the way to oh Las Vegas. God which is incredible. Wait, what? After the credits, it shows two pterodactyls flying on the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. It looks like the Eiffel Tower at first, what? but then you'd find out it's just the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, so that, coupled with uh, Jeff Goldblum's little speech about us having to learn to live with the dinosaur, they're kind of hinting at, like, basically... A Jurassic Park sequel? No, they're kind of hinting at... Well, yes, but they're hinting <laughs> at Jurassic Park 3... Planet, Planet of the Apes, of the Apes <laughs> but with dinosaurs, which is what, what I think. If they ally with be. the apes. <laughs> <laughs> which, again, if they somehow, whoever made that glorious 10 minutes, let them make the third one, let it be Jurassic Park 3, Planet of the Apes, but with dinosaurs, and I'm <laughs> in. I want to see that movie. It would. It's so fucking stupid. The dinosaurs can talk and they, they enslave humanity. Yeah, because yeah, I remember oh. when watching the new... <laughs> That sounds awesome. I remember when watching the Planet of the Apes reboots, which I was surprised to find out are good and get better as they go along. And I remember thinking at the end, while watching them, like, how are they going to spin this to where a bunch of apes are going to... Like, we can contain apes. We have guns and whatever. But then they set it up that these apes are very smart and they're quickly getting smarter than us and also there's a disease killing us off. They've set that up. These are just dinosaurs. They're gonna, we're gonna, they're gonna take over the planet or some yeah, right. stupid horseshit. They're just a bunch of like bears, basically like a wild, like violent animal. Yeah. We could so easily contain this, but I hope they ignore all that. Like I said, I want <laughs> Planet of the Apes, 
but with dinosaurs. That would be the tiny asterisks yeah. on the end of the title. It's like <laughs> Jurassic Park, Planet of the Apes, tiny asterisks, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> when that T-Rex uh, roars at the lion at the end, are we so assuming that he somehow stupid. swam to Africa, or is, did he break into a zoo? Maybe that... it's a zoo. I don't know. That's a good point. Well, that was so dumb. So, oh, look who's the king of the jungle Dude, now. that lion would, would have fucked. It would not be challenging the T-Rex. It would no. have fucked off so fast. Like, lions don't even attack elephants because they know they can't, yeah. they can't take them down. Like, there's no way. Yeah, that's insane. Great, but so I'm I'm on board for it. I know awesome. they'll screw it up. They'll they'll take the premise too seriously, and it'll just be another boring CGI slog fest. But mm-hmm. if they can capture that glorious ten minutes, then I'm in. I'm what? In, baby. One more question. Yeah. What was Jeff Goldblum doing in the courtroom? He, all he does oh, they, is, were, they were talking about rescuing the dinosaurs he, from the volcanic it was, island yeah, and were voting at, for right. okay. against well, the At the them. beginning of the movie, it was debate, do we rescue them from the volcano or do we let them die? Because we've, kind of, right. we've kind of been playing God with this stuff. Because they wanted the government to intervene, right? Yeah, was and it, it was the okay. debate about whether we should let them die, or the government should let them die or not. And then at the so end... He's back in it at the end, though. And then at the end, he's just talking about... Well, we now we these dinosaurs are out in the wild, and we got to learn to. We, we're gonna in a have, courtroom, we've though? entered the age of man and dinosaur yet again. Yeah. And it's so. Stupid. Is he passing like like dinosaur rights laws now or something? Well, Is that why this, he's in the courtroom? Like I said, this They're was. Citizens. They had Jeff Goldblum, who was a big part of the first one, and they got him back. They had uh, half an hour to film with them, so they got a minute and a half of footage to cram in at the beginning and the end, so they can put that in the trailer and make it look like Jeff Goldblum's in the movie. That's why Jeff Goldblum. That w- there was a scam because I remember when he talks at the beginning, I, I was thinking, oh yeah, he's in this movie. I remember seeing him in the trailer, and then he's in like two minutes of the movie. <laughs> he's in nothing. Huge scam. What yeah. a joke. That's uh. That's all I got. Like I said, uh, I somewhere on the internet, Facebook, our website, whatever. I'll include the timestamp of where you need to watch in Jurassic Park. Don't watch the movie. It's not worth it, but that 10 minutes is totally worth it. Uh, yeah, so check us out on Facebook. Uh, like <laughs> this video and subscribe. It's, why do you have a Boston accent on this? Uh, <laughs> it's not any accent. It's just doing a generic accent. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, you can go to our website, realmoviesrealmen.com, where you'll see Andy's timestamp amongst other posts we write for uh, each episode. We don't just describe the episode. We actually write some additional content. Sometimes additional we write content, content that has nothing to do that with has, uh, yeah, some episode. new funnies, <laughs> I, some Sunday funnies for you. I Wednesday like funnies. to slip in pornographic content hidden on the website. Do you want to see so, tits? Mike Club style? If you want to f- want to find it, you got to go to our website. Yeah, and uh, we also have a brand new YouTube channel, Shiny and Chrome, uh, where we've we're posting selective, funny, topical clips, such as the top ten animes of all time that you might remember from episode seven. What's our YouTube channel name? I it's Real Movies with Real Men. It's called think, Manly I Men. Think it's actually Manly Men. Manly. Nah, I, the channel name is is different <laughs> than the first and last right. name. Okay. <laughs> Cool. So, okay, let's That's it. get out of here. Thanks, Thanks for being Jason. on here, Jason. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Dinosaurs. So long, losers. <laughs>